is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Deborah Rodriguez. Never mind inflation or higher interest rates. American employers added 390,000 jobs last month, extending a solid hiring streak. That's down some from the 428,000 in April. Joanne Feeney at Advisors Capital Management. Firms have been trying desperately to catch up with very strong demand and have been hiring as many as they can. We've been running about 400,000 net additions per month for quite a while now. The unemployment rate held steady at 3.6%. Elon Musk isn't optimistic about the economy or his own company. Correspondent Linda Kenyon on a report from Reuters. In an email to Tesla executives, Elon Musk says the company needs to make a roughly 10% reduction in staff. That email, titled Pause All Hiring Worldwide, included this quote, I have a super bad feeling about the economy. Officials in Texas say police caught up with a convicted killer who escaped from a bus last month after he stabbed the driver. Prison spokesman Jason Clark says he murdered a family of five at their weekend cabin in Centerville before he got away in their pickup truck. After a short chase and a crash, Gonzalo Lopez exited the Chevy Silverado with a firearm and engaged law enforcement officers who engaged back and ultimately killed Lopez. This is day 100 of the war in Ukraine. President Zelensky is vowing victory despite Russia's control over 20% of his country. Correspondent MTS Tayab on life in the occupied east. Through an encrypted video call, we connected with Bogdan Andrenko, a 20-year-old volunteer providing aid to people in need in Kherson. You feel constantly under threat that Russians will come and take you away, he says. A bunch of volunteers in the city were already taken by the Russians, and we don't know what happened to them. A deadly train accident in the German Alps. Officials say three people were killed when a regional train headed for Munich derailed in Burgrain. Some pulled out of windows when three cars overturned. No word yet on the cause. The second day of celebrations marking Queen Elizabeth's historic 70-year reign is well under way in England. Bells tolling at St. Paul's Cathedral in London drowned out loud booing from the crowd as Prince Harry and Meghan Markle made their first public appearance at Platinum Jubilee festivities. The couple sat on opposite sides of the aisle from Harry's brother, Prince William, and his wife, Kate. They've been on the outs since Harry and Meghan's explosive interview with Oprah last year. The Dow is down 272 points. S&P off 34. This is CBS News. Need hires who dazzle without the hassle? You need Indeed. Their powerful platform helps you attract, interview, and hire candidates all in one place. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. Country Legends, sponsored by O'Reilly Auto Parts. Country star Charlie Crockett has experienced a lot of success in a short amount of time, but his childhood, on the other hand, was a long battle in overcoming adversity. My brother and I got in a lot of trouble when I was younger. He went to jail, and eventually my sister passed away from her, the troubles that she had. Think O'Reilly Auto Parts for all your car care needs. Get the parts and service you need fast from the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts. You can't get much for five bucks these days, unless you go to Wendy's for a $5 piggy bag. Get your choice of double stack, junior bacon cheeseburger, or crispy chicken BLT, plus four-piece nugs, fries, and a drink, all for just five bucks. That was smooth, wasn't it? That's how you're going to feel when you get that biggie bag at Wendy's. U.S. price and participation may vary. Includes four-piece nuggets, small soft drink, and small fry. Prices may be higher in Alaska and Hawaii.
becoming partly to mostly sunny. Slight chance for an isolated late-day shower or storm. Highs in the mid-70s today. Tonight, partly cloudy, low 55. Tomorrow, mostly sunny, delightful. Temperature 75, shoreline 78 degrees inland. And Sunday, mostly sunny. High 74, shoreline 79 degrees inland. In the early morning forecast center at Channel 3, I'm meteorologist Scott Haney wishing you all a great, safe, and healthy weekend. 61 in Norwich, 62 in New London. Good morning. I'm Marty Hausberger. Live music lives at a Waterford restaurant. The Waterford Zoning Board of Appeals has denied an appeal of a permit granted to Philomena's restaurant for live music outside of its dining rooms on Boston Post Road. Residents had filed noise complaints with the town. In the past seven days, the state's COVID-19 positivity rate is 10.8%. In the last week, more than 3,500 people have contracted coronavirus. 311 are in the hospital from COVID. That's down 68 in the last week. Every town here in eastern Connecticut, with the exception of two, Scotland and Franklin, is on COVID-19 red alert. The state is hoping that a big pay increase will help address a shortage of lifeguards at Connecticut-run swimming areas. Starting pay for state lifeguards has been increased to $19 an hour and now can range up to 21 bucks an hour. The previous starting pay for a state lifeguard was 16 an hour. In addition to the higher pay, the Department of Energy and Environmental Protection will provide all the training, and hires will be paid for time spent training. Morning showers and partly to mostly sunny with a high today of 77. It is 61 in Norwich. I'm Marty Hausberger, WICH News. And now, Keith C. Rice. Hey, Marty H. C stands for Celtics. <laughs> I knew you were going there. I knew you were going there. Yes, so, uh, sir. Yeah, before we get to that, you, my friend, are like the employee of the week. Am I? I mean, uh, sounding good up in Willimannic at our sister oh, station. Thank you. I mean, six stations. I mean, how did how did, how was the experience? How did you? Well, you're a professional, but you held it down. Are you now the week's coming to an end? You can take a deep sigh of relief. It's uh, it's been a crazy week for you, huh? It has been uh, crazy. It's been tiring. I've been going to bed at like seven thirty, eight o'clock because oh I get in God. here like <laughs> Wait, compared three o'clock. To, compared to what? When do you usually go He's to bed? He's going to bed at nine. Oh, okay. A couple of nights I've gone to bed at like seven thirty, eight o'clock because I get up at 2.30 to get here extra early to get the stuff for Willimantic together. Wow. So it's, it's been So it's that much I'm extra surviving. work, huh? Oh, yeah. Huh. Because the two news markets really aren't, their stories don't interest us, and our stories don't interest them. That's a good point. Hopefully I helped out with a couple stories there. You did, very nice. (laughs) I'm thinking about earlier in the week, I'm like, you know, Marty might need some help here as far as, you know, uh, and I'm sure, you know, Wayne was sending you stuff too, but I'm thinking. He sent some stuff. Even John Tewitt, who's on vacation, sent me some stuff. Tewitt was sending you stuff? Yeah. (laughs) Nice guy. Uh, That's true. I had to fill in for uh, his show there, The Vinyl Frontier. That he does. Uh, I was every, wondering who was doing that. Yeah, that theme show from eleven oh five to noon, which is always fun. I got to give John credit because he digs deep and finds these ridiculous themes, which I don't know where he comes up with sometimes. And <laughs> I just kind of kept it light. I did like Tuesday was National Smile Day, so I just did songs I had to do with smile oh, and yeah, stuff like that. Yesterday I did Green in honor of the Celtics, uh, nice. leading into Game One. So we had fun with the you know songs with Green in the title. Or sure artists did a fabulous job. Oh, thank you. So yeah, onto the Green. Um, boy, I I, I expected. You know, I expected that type of game last night. You know, Boston with Boston or Golden State winning. You know, the back and forth, both teams getting hot. Both teams have incredible offenses. Uh, the Celtics defense didn't show up until like the fourth quarter. In fact, I had people trolling me, friends of mine, in my social media. Where's the Celtics defense? Huh? And as soon as they said that, bam! Like forty to sixteen. 
fourth quarter, a 17 nothing run. I mean, the, the, yeah, and Al Horford, it's his birthday today. Just uh, what That's a fan. good early gift, man. He was big time last night. Unbelievable. And here's a you're talking about a place, the Chase Center in San Francisco, where Golden State was undefeated till last night in the playoffs. How were they? Yeah. So like Steph Curry is, is a Hall of Famer. So is Clay Thompson. Uh, Draymond is a good player. I don't, I don't border. I don't know if he's a Hall of Famer yet, but I mean Steph Curry came out firing last night, and the Celtics were remarkably still in the game. I mean Curry was lights out. And then they put the clamps on it. They did. I knew that was coming. I said, they're going to figure out. They're going to. It's game one. It's all about adjustments. And Golden State will make adjustments going into Sunday night. You know? I mean, oh, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. But this is huge. This is a huge victory to get game one on the road. Are you kidding? Yeah. And look, Jason Tatum had a, a poor shooting night. But look, what yeah. he, people are forgetting he had 13 assists. So, right. Yeah. So I think people go, oh, Tatum had a bad night. No, not completely. Yeah. You didn't shoot well. But you got to feel good with your best player not shooting well and you still win. Right. Yeah. Got to think your chances are pretty good Sunday night as well. I was having an argument with my buddy who does mornings out in the Bay. I was on his morning show earlier this week, big Warriors guy, and I said, you know, um, you know, you got to. I, I just think it comes down to where the Celtics may have a little more help um, with their superstar than Curry may have with Golden State. I think the Celtics go deeper. Now, can these guys like Horford and Derek White, uh, Derek White know. especially, Derek White's been unbelievable. Yeah, if he, if he can, yeah, especially in those late. Uh, Later in the Miami series, definitely. Now, if he can keep yeah. that going, that's fantastic. Ooh. But you can't rely on that every night. Same thing with Grant Williams. Some nights, like, these guys will come up with, like, 22, and they'll have four points in the next game. So, yeah. it's all about consistency. But Jordan Poole didn't do very well for Golden State. Exactly. You thought more from him. What did Wiggins do? Did he, Wiggins had a pretty he, good night. He, he had, had like, 20. Right. Yeah, Wiggins Wiggins came and showed up. Those um, two guys are good. Yeah, and Clay Thompson was all right. I mean, he had 15. Um, much, Clay Thompson would have three more points. I would be a seventy-two dollar winner. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we'll so go you there. Lost the bet. My betting has been. Re- Remember back in the NFL oh, playoffs, I was so hot in the NFL playoffs, oh, Marty. Betting was the best thing now, ever. I, and I've laid off it for a while. And the last night, I said, you know what? It's game one. I think I'm just going to lay down a few. Let's do a parlay here. So I had Celtics parlay. <laughs> I had Celtics winning. I had Marcus Smart with more than two and a half assists, which I knew would happen. I had Marcus Smart taking, uh, hitting more than three and a half three-pointers, which happened early. I was happy about that. And the Celtics were down. Then they took the lead. And all I needed was Clay Thompson to score more than 17 and a half points. And he finished with 15. Mm. Again, that's the, uh, that's the betting yeah, gods. Yeah. yeah, that's mm. the betting gods telling me enough is enough. Take a break. You're getting greedy. <laughs> I know. Uh, anyway, so, but you're yeah. still happy. Yeah, I'm still happy. I'm very happy. Uh, now we got to wait till Sunday night. But I know why aren't they playing tomorrow night? No, because it's TV. You know, they uh, Sunday night's the better TV. Sunday night's a better TV night. More I people know. are home. And the rhetorical question. And then it's Wednesday back in Boston, so they'll travel across the country after Sunday. But um, so That's yeah, fine. Okay, I'll give you a couple days for that. But two what days th- at home. I mean, no, not going anywhere. Come uh-huh. on. We got Brian Barrett from WEI in Boston going to be joining us at ten thirty to talk more really? about this. Yeah, wow. you know you might hear uh, if you listen to EEI, Brian does a lot of Red Sox pregame and postgame for them. So uh, he also he's just a big big numbers guy on Twitter as well. He's very good with the numbers. So I thought I reached out to him yesterday and he gladly said, "Yeah, I'd love to jump on with you." So we'll talk a little Celtics Warriors with yeah, him. You are connected in the sports world. <laughs> oh, I try. I don't know. I, yeah, I know you. Well, I, I don't do sports. I wish I yeah, did. Yeah, you do. But. Well, by the way, I loved on, on ILI this week how you said, and the Red Sox take out my Cincinnati Reds. Yes. <laughs> Big Red Machine showed up for a game. <laughs> they did. I was talking Two to Danny one, o. baby. Oh, come on. No, no offense to you. Look, 
Cincinnati, awful offense, but the two good pitchers there. Yeah, you had Castillo. Shut our best guy. I'll give you Castillo. All right, and really good. even that Hunter Green kid who was the number two overall pick yeah. in what the twenty seventeen or something like that draft. Hunter Green's a good. He could throw heat. I knew the yeah. Sox would get to him eventually, but we, you know a lot of people. Yeah, we should have had the two game sweep there, but people forget that the Reds have some pretty decent pitching. The offense may on. stink. Yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, we got, you guys got a split. I mean, and now Sox are off to the West Coast. But uh, this is—I was telling Danny O too. This is a very, very big series for the Red Sox. Yeah, big they, road trip, ten yeah. games out west, and there's no make or break. Maybe. Oakland is an awful team. The yeah, Angels have lost eight in a row. Yeah. Seattle is Seattle, so the Red Sox better do some serious damage else. They could pretty they could pretty much kiss the season goodbye. I mean, what do you want? Eight and two? What do you want? I, I would love to, I don't want to get greedy, but I would love eight and two. Seven I'll and even three. take seven and three. Seven and three. They right. gotta go out there. I mean, going into the, the last uh, final part of the homestand here, you had five with Baltimore, two with Cincinnati. I I said, Give me four out of five last weekend with the Orioles. What do they do? They lose three out of five. <laughs> I said, Give me a sweep against the Reds. Know, they split. Playing like, oh, two of the worst teams in the majors. Killing me. Before you go out west, you gotta this is what the 2018 Red Sox did. They would they would kill those teams they have to beat. I just have to say, it was nice seeing those gray Reds uniforms at Fenway yeah, Park it was. again. Did I hear a rumor? Was that the first time, Marty, they were at Fenway since 75? First no. time they won at Fenway since 75. Uh, okay. I, I was like, wait a minute. They've been to Fenway since 75. they played a few years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, they must have lost, but... Big red machine. Yeah. Was it bringing back memories? It was. That was one of my great uh, moments of my childhood. Oh, yeah. 75 Reds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, Brought what, down the Red Sox. Yeah. So, uh, what else What else is going on with you? Uh, what are you doing this weekend? My birthday, uh, my wife's birthday is Sunday, so my oh. son's coming in from New York to hang out with his mama. And we're going to go golfing tomorrow morning. And Great. It's going to be a beautiful weekend for that. Yeah. And uh, we'll do, we're thinking about going to the Yard Goats game Sunday, I think, for her birthday. She Very. Wants to, she I, wants to go. We've I'm never jealous. Been. I haven't been there yet. Dying not either. I don't know if that's what we'll end up doing, but uh, wow, Duncan she's talking about doing. Maybe yeah, I've driven past it many times going, i got to get there, got to get there. I've never even driven by it. Yeah, it's right, literally, when you're driving through the center of Hartford. I used to park where the stadium is now. There used to be a parking lot. Yeah, there. yeah. I used to park there. Yeah, like when you go to the Hartford, Hartford Civic Hartford, Center, yeah. or the XL Center. Used to park right in that area, and my father and I would do that, and we'd park at the. Uh, was that where the old Sheridan was? Or was the Sheridan still there? I can't remember now. We park in the Sheridan parking lot and run down to the Civic Center, the XL Center. But um, yeah, that's a. Go- I've, of course, I know so many people that have been there, and people keep telling me, "Gotta go, gotta go." Gorgeous, gorgeous. Yeah, it looks ballpark. nice. Yeah, so we may do that. I don't know. Oh, good. So your wife's birthday, very nice. Very yeah, nice. Birthday on Sunday. We yeah. play some golf. Uh, is your son a decent golfer? Yeah, he's good. Yeah, really. We're pretty even. I mean, pretty even. Yeah, he's probably a little better than me. But wow, interesting. So he gets a little wayward off the tee. I have a chance, but okay, all right. Well, I don't know who was hotter last night, the Connecticut Sun or the uh, Celtics Sun. Had a nice that last game. night. Yeah, yeah. Yep. All right. Well, uh, go enjoy your weekend. You got uh, got to finish up some work uh, again. Employee of the week, Marty Houseberg. I appreciate that. <laughs> and you know who I appreciate? Bob Reed. Bob Reed. For my extra effort, he walks into the trending office here and gives me a bottle of Jefferson's Ocean Bourbon. No kidding. Oh, Wait, just so now? Nice. Yeah, a couple hours ago. Hours uh, ago. What a Bob Bob loves Class his bourbon, act, didn't he? Oh, I love Bob Reed. I love the Reeds. They're great. Yeah, he knows his bourbon, and uh, he picked out a good one. 
I haven't had this before, but I've heard about it. Is Je- I'm sorry, Jefferson's? Jefferson's Ocean. Ready for this? I When I turned 50 back in April, mm-hmm. I don't know if it's like a, a common thing to do when somebody turns 50, but I got four bottles of bourbon sitting at home from my birthday. And Jeffer- really? I believe Jefferson was one of them. And you don't um, like bourbon, so you'll be giving them to me. Yeah, yeah I love bourbon. <laughs> I love bourbon. Do you? Of course. You do? Oh, I wouldn't pass up any bourbon. Yeah, I love bourbon. I didn't bourbon. know this about you. Mm-hmm. I like you even more now. Yeah, I like that little Jack Daniels hot fire, too. I'll mm-hmm. stop with the Jack Daniels Tennessee <laughs> crap. Now what are you I talking you. about? Jack Daniels You didn't crap. think I like bourbon? No, I didn't know you liked bourbon. What made bourbon? you think I wouldn't like bourbon? I don't know. I never even uh, uh. didn't associate you and bourbon. But yeah. I don't know why. Yeah, I like vodka. I like bourbon. I like it all. So you're an alcoholic. That's what you're getting at. Uh, you'll well, have to have a few sometimes. Yeah, we'll bring that bourbon down here. Yeah, get what the, did you get uh, for your 50th besides Jefferson's? Uh, what else did I? You know, I... I um, you don't remember? I took pictures recently and said... Because I, I wanted to get... I, wanted to, I sent it to a bourbon expert to say... These four bourbons, and anyway, I can't remember. I've asked oh, a Maker's, couple of my guys about uh, Jefferson's. Maker's today. Mark? Oh, we might have been one of them. Oh, that's awesome. Um, Used to be my favorite. Oh, really? Yeah, and then I've gotten other stuff. And so what makes stuff. Jefferson's Ocean, like, the best, probably, top I don't know. I, have no, I haven't had it, but it's got quite the story to it, and it's small batch, very small batch, so it's. Huh. I, I guess it's, I don't know. I'll have to do some uh, Googling on bourbon later. Okay. Well, you go enjoy that. Are you that. off today? Off to, what time are you off? Uh, start drinking at 11? 11? No, 11-ish? What am I off? We'll pop this open. Oh, well, come on. I'm down right. You know, before I talk to Brian, let's give me a Google glass of that. <laughs> no, I can't do that. I'm done at 2. You'll be long gone, so. Oh, God, 2. I'll be dead by i got to DJ a prom later, so usually I go back. Tonight? Yeah, here's the thing. On my Friday. What prom? What prom are you doing? Uh, Parish Hill. Oh. I'll be up at the uh, Parish Hill High School. I'll be at the French Club in Willimannock. Um, here's my thing on, on Fridays, Marty. I usually uh, finish up Stu's show at 2. I'm literally out the door like 2.01 yep. to get up to Willimannock to do more of my duties. Okay. Uh, unfortunately, uh, I have to go back Saturday morning to finish my duties that I usually would do today because I have okay. the prom, which I have to, I'm going to pretty much go right home today instead of set it to the other stations. So. Speaking of the music and prom and your DJ business, how did that work out with the explicit lyrics? Oh, that's right. We have, that was a couple weeks ago. Uh, did it, it all work out? It did went, you offend the parents? Did they <laughs> no. want to kill you? Luckily, it all uh, worked they out. They it were, all worked out? Yeah, right. yeah. Like yeah. It was a nice group of kids. The parents were nice, and the parents that left, left at a certain time. And even, okay. you know, so we cleared it. left when they were supposed to, so yeah. they could break out the F-bombs and the, and, uh, they, the they, B-bombs. But here's the thing. This first Sweet 16 we did in March, they were on the dance floor all night. They still had a good time at this one. They danced a little here and there, but I think it was just about wanting to hear their jams, as they call it. So... You know, you know, high schoolers and teenagers can be. You know, they they yeah. like tonight at the prom. I have this huge playlist. Again, a variety from country to R and B, you name it. Mm-hmm. I'm not expecting him. You know, it's only from six to ten, so they'll do dinner from six to seven. Okay. I'm not expecting them to go nuts and dance all night. If they do, fine. But I'm where is this at uh, the French Club in uh, in Wyndham? Nice. So as I was putting together the playlist, I'm like, well, this isn't you know some of this music you can't dance to. I guess kids that age just want to hang out with their friends and hear their music. You know? Do they so, request this, or you just yeah, get, it was, do it by hunch? No, like oh, some so are, they tell you what you want. The okay. person that's putting this together, uh, who's a mutual friend of mine, who. Um, uh, through through uh, we grew up together. She she kind of uh, helps out at the high school. She got the students to put together this playlist. It's a huge playlist, and it took me like all week to you know get it ready. But I'm thinking, all right, there's some songs you're not going to get out there and dance with. Maybe they just want to hear their songs. So who knows? Yeah, it's a prom. So 
Yeah. They'll have a good time. Yeah, there's only 60 or 70 kids, so it's not like it's a lot. Yeah, they're, it's a little school. They're yeah. combining junior and senior year. Uh, juniors and seniors. So that's that's how that's working yeah, out. Right. So then we have a retirement party that I'm not working as we were invited to. Uh, that's at the same place, the French Club tomorrow. So we're at the French Club. there? <laughs> My father said, let's just leave your equipment there. I said, no, Dad. This is, we're not DJing the retirement party on Saturday. We're Keith Le Pew Rice. <laughs> and then on Sunday, we're driving to right outside the Cape for a, a baby shower on Sunday. Jeez. I know. A prom, a retirement party, a baby shower. <laughs> and then hopefully nothing next weekend. Oh, did you want to know how my tag sale went? No, I don't care. I thought of you during tag the tag sale. sale like, thank Because when the Celtics lost on Friday night, well, they should have wrapped it up. I'm thinking, boy, Marty. If Marty was, uh, he's. If See, I wanted that to be a day game. That's what I wanted. <laughs> oh, when you when, I it, when it was a night game. Oh my goodness! It ruined all my fun. I know. Remember this time last week, I was squirming, yeah. going, "Oh my god, it better be a Sunday night game." <laughs> and uh, it was a great Sunday night game. Let me tell you, it really yeah, was. It was. So yeah, the tag sale. Was, tag sale, I could give a rip about. Oh man. I gotta, my wife puts you know, 110% into everything she does. That's why I love her. She helps me out with these DJ gigs, too. She does the lights, and and I do this. She, she helps you out with the gigs? She does the business really? side of it, and she helps me out with the gigs. She's unbelievable, wow. yeah. Yep, superwoman. Hmm. Sounds like you married up. I did. I'm very lucky. Well, yeah, lucky. So, How did this happen? And she's probably off and probably listening right now, so behave. Hi, <clears throat> Mrs. Rice. No, she is off, definitely. <laughs> Actually, I think she's at a doctor's appointment right now. So. Is she? Oh, she didn't take my last name, so don't call her Mrs. Rice. Well, what's her last name, then? I'm not going to say her last name. <laughs> it's Mary Ellen, right? Oh, you're close. Mary Ann. Mary Ann. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, she's a very good bank manager, very good at what she does. So, anyway... Uh, I, I think I've talked long enough. We've talked long enough. Right? Am I really holding you up? I can, we can take this. Yeah, I've got stuff to do. <laughs> All right, Marty. Have a good weekend. <laughs> See ya. Bye, Marty. All right, he's gone. Uh, 1022 at WICH. Oh, we can go on and on and on. And I'm sorry. We are going to go a little sports to kick off this uh, Friday edition of the Stu Breyer Show. It's uh, Keith C. Rice. 1022. We can sneak in, another, uh, sneak in a call or two before we get to Brian Bear from WEEI. And this is WICH. WICH reminds you that it's time to start voting in the Day.com Reader's Choice Awards. And when you do, don't forget to vote for WICH's Stu Breyer for Best Radio Personality. For over 52 years, Stu has ruled the airwaves on WICH, and now it's your chance to honor him. Don't forget to vote once a day. You can find the link at WICH.com with 94.5 FM and 1310 AM. W-I-C-H. Fox News Commentary. A history of lies. More next. America could soon enter stagflation territory with slow economic growth, high unemployment, and high inflation. That is why I recommend gold IRAs from Birch Gold Group. Hi, Stephen K. Bannon here, and I want to remind you to get Birch Gold's free info kit on sheltering your savings with gold IRA. To get your free copy, text the word SHELTER to 989898. With stagflation looming, it's critical that you act today. Text SHELTER to 989898 right now. Politicians lie. They fib, they exaggerate. But Joe Biden 
is next level. Over decades, Biden has told tall tales or flat-out falsehoods about multiple elements of his life story and biography. At the very least, he got some major details wrong in a story he just told about being appointed to the Naval Academy in 1965, which didn't happen. And the list goes on from there. He lied about being arrested in South Africa, trying to visit Nelson Mandela. He lied about getting arrested, protesting for civil rights in the United States. He's lied about various jobs that he's applied for or held in his life, including being a tractor-trailer driver. That didn't happen. He lied about his plagiarism scandal and a whole litany of academic accolades that he never actually achieved. There are many more examples, but we're out of time. It seems pathological, it is shameless, and above all else, it's really weird. But this penchant for untruths and embellishment has gotten him all the way to the Oval Office. I'm Guy Benson. Summer and Dairy Queen are the perfect fit. Nothing makes kids and adults smile ear to ear like a treat from Dairy Queen in Taftville. A DQ Sunday peanut buster parfait, banana split, the incomparable blizzard, and the DQ cake are just a few of the soft serve treats that has made Dairy Queen in Taftville a mainstay destination for almost 50 years. DQ also grills up some great burgers, chicken, and hot dogs. This summer make DQ a must stop. Dairy Queen, fan food, not fast food. Norwich Avenue in Taftville. Yeah, look at that. Today is June 3rd, so we're only, what, 11 days away, I believe, from the big uh, Stu Breyer Dairy Queen listener appreciation party. June 14th will be here before you know it. Uh, 1025 at WICH, AM 1310, 94.5 FM. Uh, looks like we got a beautiful weekend. Sun's going to show its face sometime today. Uh, comfortable night down to 55, mostly sunny 78, and pretty much the same deal for Sunday. Uh, as I said, we're going to sneak in a quick call here. Uh, we do have a guest coming up at 10.30, so if I could ask politely, we could clear the phones after this call I'm about to take. Uh, Brian Barrett from WEI in Boston is going to call in, and we're going to talk a little NBA Finals. Boston Celtics with a big uh, opening night win last night, take a one nothing lead. So we'll take a call here, and then uh, we're going to clear the lines. 860-889-5252. Good morning. Yeah, hey, good morning. I, uh, I just wanted to be the bearer of bad news so you can... <laughs> I was reading reading the news yesterday, and um, it was over on Breitbart. There's a, there's a, a new Biden administration policy for K through 12 schools, where if you take school lunch for any of your students, you now must adhere to their, in my view, very ridiculous interpretation of Title IX. Um, so this would mean you, you shall every school is going to have to allow the children to go into the opposite sex's restroom changing facilities teachers will be required to use preferred pronouns and if they don't adhere to this they will lose their funding for um school lunch from the department of agriculture so they'd actually take away meals they're going to deprive kids from eating huh, huh. so and i would i would imagine like my my kids go to private school I would imagine, you know, Catholic, Jewish, you know, Protestant, whatever school, I know that they they, they get free uh, and reduced lunch there for some of their students. In fact, actually, the last year and a half, it's been all students, because I don't know if it's the district or if it's nationwide, but it's all students. So what they're going to do is, like, like you either have to uh, follow this policy or, or I guess you have to drop uh, the lunch. Um, you're, you're forcing people to compromise their values. Uh, right, right now, I've got a question: Is the school going to accept the lunch? And if they do, are they willing to to have a lawsuit, or are they going to go along with this stuff? And making it difficult. They can't fight it, right? Um, anyone can fight it, but that requires a lot of money, yeah. lawyers. 
this is a religious freedom thing. So you, you're ba- you basically, I would say, like the the best organizations to do it would probably be number one, Catholic Church, if they want to fight it, and then anything else that's large and principled, like maybe the Mormons. Who else is going to fight it? So what do you see? I ha- think it's absolutely crazy. Yeah. Remember, re- remember, this is the Loudoun County and all these other districts where they're they're trying to impose this, and now. It looks like it's going to be a regulation through the Department of Agriculture, where you, if you're going to, if you don't go along with it, your district loses lunch money. And you said this and all. They're going to say you hate the kids. This all that you said in the beginning of this call. You said it all. It's coming down. It stems from Biden, right? It's from Tom Vilsack, who's Biden's uh, agricultural secretary. It's on. It's a Breitbart reported on it. They yeah. tweeted about it a few weeks ago. I didn't notice it. Yeah, Breitbart. Okay. Yeah, it's. I just uh, wonder how much. It's some kind of policy where. I'm not sure when it's going to start. I would imagine in the fall, where if you accept school lunch funding for your school or for your district or however that works out, now you must allow children to use the opposite sex's facilities, teams, everything. Yeah. So it's completely they've completely lost their mind. And this brings up another point: um, the social conservatism. If you look up, there's a story, and I don't remember the title. It's on the New York Times of all places. It's a National Review writer writing about the new conservatism. There's a, there's a rise in secular conservatism, no. and this stuff is, is prompting it. I'm not buying the New York and, Times. Sorry. <laughs> uh, it's free if you, if you right-click, open incognito. Oh, Jesus. You don't have to buy it. Yeah. Um, the, uh, the, the secular conservatives, they don't care so much about abortion, with, but you know, if, even if you look at the abortion law, the Ron DeSantis abortion law is quite liberal. Hmm. And I think if you're going to have a, a legal abortion, that's as far as you can go. Yeah. If you look at it, they have abortion through nine months, but after the 15 weeks, you must have a, um, like a qualified health exception, not just this blanket health. When you have the blanket health term, that just means, oh, mental health, or I, I just don't feel like it. You know, you could be whatever the doctor says is a health exception. Yeah, I'm sorry. What, what, are gonna give it to you. I'm sorry. What was your name? Uh, Joe. Hey, Joe. Good call. I don't mean to cut this short. You can call back later. I just got in here. We got a guest coming in at 1030, but... Uh, I just wanted to get that out there. Joe, appreciate it. Thank you. Take care. You too. All right, we will take more calls after 11, but uh, Brian Barra from WEI in Boston should be calling. We're going to go uh, next 30 minutes. going to be, sorry, if you're not a sports fan, this is the NBA Finals. We're going to talk. It was a big game last night, and uh, even if the Celtics lost, you'd still be talking to Brian because I asked him, um, <clears throat> excuse me, I asked him last night if he uh, would come on and uh, do like 30 minutes about the NBA Finals. May not go even the whole 30, but uh, definitely a, a, a great game last night, especially if you're a Celtic fan. So, uh, any second now, we should be connected with Brian Barrett at WEI in Boston. Uh, again, if you're familiar, if you're a Red Sox fan, you may uh, hear Brian on the Red Sox Network doing the uh, pre and post. And uh, then he has a he has he does late nights too, and he fills it a lot at, during the night show. And there isn't even a Red Sox game if uh, Mike Manansky's off. He usually fills in for Mutt on uh, EEI. So uh, Brian Barrett coming up in just a sec. We hope and connect with him, and uh, I, you know, just getting in. The Celtics looked great last night. As Marty and I were just talking about, they didn't look good early on. They they were in the game, but you know, Steph Curry just was lights out. He's a legend. He's a Hall of Famer. You knew he was going to come out, and you know, he's won NBA titles. He's got three rings. They're playing on their home court, where they haven't lost until last night. You know, in the playoffs, they were nine and zero. Uh, and Celtics have, you know, the past five years, you know, have have uh, <clears throat> excuse me, those regular season games, Celtics and Warriors have been great. All right, uh, let's see if this let's see if this is Brian Barrett, uh, WICH. Hey, this is Brian. Hey, Brian. <laughs> I almost answered the phone. Hello, WEI, but that's your job. 
Bri- <laughs> Brian Barrett joining us from WEI in Boston. It's uh, Keith C. Rice here on uh, WICH in Norwich, Connecticut. Brian, I uh, appreciate a few minutes. Uh, talk NBA Finals. Of course, you can catch Brian. I was just mentioning, I was talking you yeah, before you called. You could, uh, Red Sox fans, they check out Brian on uh, the flagship station of Red Sox Baseball. You hear him a lot doing pre and post, and you do a lot of night filling for Mutt, and you're mostly on late nights, correct? Yep, you got it. And he could talk. You're you're a numbers guy on Twitter. You're he's a tremendous follow. It's Brian at it's Brian Barrett, right? Is that your Twitter handle? Yep, you got it, man. Right, this guy is great and a tremendous follow on Twitter. Strongly recommend, it, especially if you're a Boston sports fanatic like me. Uh, last night, Brian Chase Center in San Francisco uh, with a with a Warriors are nine and zero going in on the postseason, and uh, it didn't start off too great. It was just talking about Curry was on fire, but you knew the Celtics would adjust. They did, and uh, they uh, remarkably were still in the game after that strong Golden State start. But were you impressed? Let's start with the adjustments that Ime Udoka made and how the Celtics look much better in the second half. Yeah, certainly. I mean, I think the most impressive thing is the Celtics team all postseason, they can take a blow. They took a haymaker. I mean, Steph Curry had six threes in the first quarter, and they were still standing. They were still in the game after that, and they, of course, took the lead at halftime. But then that third quarter came out, and it felt like, they made a big-time effort to go after Robert Williams defensively, Steph Curry getting them in picket rolls. And then in the fourth quarter, the adjustment was play Derek White more. <laughs> Derek White was unbelievable. It's basically Derek White and Al Horford were the big difference makers in this game to go along with Jalen Brown. But I was awfully impressed with the defense, too, by Derek White because, I mean, he was all over Steph Curry. Him and Marcus Smart, obviously, both outstanding defenders. But Derek White's going to be important in the series because – you can't have Marcus Smart playing the whole game against Steph Curry. Mm-hmm. Somebody else is going to need to help him. And then the other thing is Jalen Brown. I really think in the series, Keith, they don't have a good matchup for Jalen. You could tell last night his athleticism and the explosiveness. It was overwhelming for the Warriors last night. So awfully impressive to come out of that. 40-16 to 16 oh. in the fourth quarter. I mean, it's, it was utter domination. And you could tell the Warriors looked a little bit shook in that fourth quarter. I don't think they were expecting Ime Adoka to go small there. Yeah, and I had buddies trolling me right before the fourth quarter, you know, going, oh, where's the Celtics defense? And all of a sudden, bam, 17 nothing run. It was almost like a switch was flipped. And I'm like, I, I literally reached out to a buddy on Facebook who's a, actually a Yankee fan and rooting for Golden State, and he said, where's that defense? I literally, minutes later, said, I'm sorry, come again? <laughs> so it was like, yeah. The yeah seven... buddy a Duke fan too, geez. <laughs> he probably is, but uh, it's all in good fun. But yeah, they I mean, that fourth quarter was unbelievable. You could, you just said it. Golden State looked like, oh, my God, what just hit us, you know? Yeah, it's incredible. And I just going forward in this series, I think one of the things that I was interested going in was to see how the Celtics would handle game one, just because the Warriors, their offense is so much different than the other teams that they've played, Miami and Milwaukee and Brooklyn. Those teams are seeking out mismatches. They're hunting matchups defensively. The Warriors, they like to have the ball flying all over the place. So I thought there'd be an adjustment in game one for the Celtics, just getting used to that. But they overcame that. And the thing on the other side is I think the Warriors, they haven't seen, obviously, a defense like the Celtics. No one has the best defense in the league. But that size can be overwhelming, even when they go small. Derek White's the smallest guy out on the court, right, at like 6'3", 6'4". And he was second in the NBA this season in blocking shots as a guard. So it's not like he's easy to overpower or easy to beat off the dribble. And when you have that group out there with Horford, Tatum, Jalen, and white and smart they can switch everything defensively so all that stuff the Warriors want to do off the ball all those actions all those cuts well they're really rendered ineffective against that lineup because the Celtics are just going to switch all those things they can't get to those cuts 
And we're talking to Brian Barrett from WEI in Boston, uh, Keith C. Rice on WICH, 1035, and a happy early birthday to Al Horford last night with those 26 points. Uh, he, he's just been unbelievable, and it's so funny. We've, you know, especially during this postseason, everyone's talking about the funny thing. When Brad Stevens made that deal to bring Horford back, he was just like a throw-in, and we didn't expect this to happen. And then um, speak a little on, on the, another great acquisition by Stevens, bring, bringing Derek White in and, uh, at the trading deadline. I mean, who would have who thought it, Derek White now Horford we talking about them on June 2nd and 3rd you know yeah it's interesting because I do feel like being a coach really helps Brad in the sense that for all these years you think about these playoff runs that the Celtics had with Brad it was okay they always had this like small diminutive point guard that they had to protect right whether it be Kemba whether it be Isaiah Thomas where they had to try to hide that guy defensively and basically alter the way they play defense because of that guy well, that's why you get rid of Dennis Schroeder, and that's why you bring in a guy like Derek White, because now your top seven players, you can't expose them defensively, and that switch to make Marcus Smart the primary point guard, it changed everything, because you can't expose that guy defensively as the defensive player of the year. So White has been a big difference maker in that, and the addition by subtraction. But with the Horford thing, I mean, you give away a first-round draft pick to get rid of Kemba Walker's contract, and you bring back Al in the deal. Now, I liked the deal from the beginning because I thought basically it meant that this was, hey, this is now Tatum and Brown's team defensively. And they never went into a season that way. Even last year, Kemba was still on the team. We weren't sure who's going to be Tatum's number two. Is it Kemba or Jalen? So I liked it from that sense. But I also thought Al would help them in terms of just he's a quick decision maker, good passer. He can switch as well. And we know that he can shoot a little bit for a big man. So I thought it would all make sense. But, Keith, for me to say that I saw this coming, where he saved the season in game four against the Bucs, where he dunked on Giannis and he went nuts. And last night he goes for 26. I don't think anybody, even the highest Al, or even the biggest Al Horford fan, and I'm a big Horford fan, nobody saw this type of impact coming. But I will thank the Thunder because the Thunder only played him 26 games last year because they were winning too much without him. So they put him on ice, and it's certainly helping the Celtics right now. What do you continuing on with Horford for one second here? Your coworker and the good guy all around, Lou Merloni, always used to call him Average Al, and that's what he was. In his first stint in Boston, he would put up like, you know, eight points, seven rebounds, five assists. What, what, what all of a sudden, why, how are we seeing this version of Al Horford? Where'd this come from, you know? Yeah, I know. It is crazy, right? Because, <laughs> and I, I know Lou gets a lot of crap about that, but look, it, he was a max contract guy, and he's not somebody that's going to get you like 25, 26 points, which you expect from your max contract guys. He's a different type of player, but. I really look at it in terms of it just feels like he got, for lack of a better term, a new lease on life. I mean, think about it. This guy goes to Philadelphia after playing pretty well for the Celtics, and it's a mess there. It doesn't work out with Embiid. At one point, they put him on the bench. And then last year, they're just trying to get rid of his contract, and they send him to NBA Siberia at this point in time in Oklahoma City. So I think there's a fresh sense of energy. And I really think like the from the human element of all this, it certainly has helped the Celtics where they realize, okay, Al's not going to have many more cracks at this. We're all young, but if you get that guy in the locker room and Al Horford knowing this could be, and he's going to be back next year, but this could be his last best chance to win an NBA championship. He had played in like the most games in the postseason without appearing in the finals. So I think there is sort of this element with this team that they partially want to do this for Al. I mean, Al Horford's the first guy to talk after they win the Eastern Conference Championship. Not Tatum, not Jalen Brown, <laughs> yeah. not even Marcus Smart or Ime Adoka. It's Al Horford is at the mic first. So is, there's certainly a, a sense that this team is rallying around Al. And why not? I mean, the guy's been absolutely tremendous. I mean, his ability to switch on defense, hit shots, it's unbelievable. This guy at 35 guarding the most isolation possessions in the entire NBA this season, and he's doing the same thing in the postseason. It's remarkable. Teams keep trying to expose him, and it hasn't happened. 
Yeah, it's just unbelievable. I, I was thinking the same thing and sitting back in my recliner game seven uh, last Sunday night in Miami and after the game, like, Al Horford. It's, 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 it's the first, I thought the same thing. They're speaking to Al Horford first. This is unbelievable. <laughs> uh, so if you're Golden State, and we're talking to Brian Barrett, WEI in Boston, uh, NBA Finals, and I'd like towards the end I want to get in a little Red Sox before we say goodbye. But um, So here we are, Golden State, uh, going into game two. If you're Steve Kerr, what kind of adjustments are you making? Yeah, I think they made one in the second half is once they realized, okay, like, I give Ime Adoka credit. I, I thought it was a smart move. I, I actually suggested they do this, too, is they put Robert Williams on Andrew Wiggins to start the game because they used Looney more as a screener. And so in the first half, I mean, Steph Curry was going off, but right out of the gates in the third quarter, they were just targeting Robert Williams. And I feel like that's going to be something they can get after to get Steph Curry switched on him. And that's going to be problematic for the Celtics. I mean, they tried to do a couple of things to, like, scram him out of the matchup, but and it was effective at some points, but I think that's the main thing they'll try to do is try to go more and target Robert Williams. And then the other thing in terms of the Celtics side of things and this was something that worked for the Warriors that I think they'll stick with until the Celtics prove they can beat it, they were very comfortable switching Steph Curry onto Jason Tatum, which was kind of shocking to me to see at the beginning of the series. And for the most part, Curry held up. I mean, he defended Tatum the second most possessions. Tatum only scored two points against them. And so I believe they're going to continue to do that because if Tatum can't beat Curry one-on-one, it helps out the Warriors' defense massively. Now, I'm going to bet that eventually Tatum's going to get it going, but I think that that was a good move by Steve Kerr, and it was a good move coming out of halftime going at Robert Williams. The Celtics are just so damn good in the fourth quarter of the game that none of that mattered. And here's the other thing. I thought the Celtics did an outstanding job. I mean, their assist rate was better than the best assist rate in the NBA this season, which was the Warriors, and the Warriors was not nearly at the level that they usually have, so that's a lot about mucking it up the Celtics. The Warriors may have to play more one-on-one than they're used to playing, which is obviously something they don't want to do. A lot of these other teams like doing it, the Bucks, the Heat, the Warriors don't like playing that way, and the Celtics sort of force you into that. You know, it kind of got me worried, and I know the Celtics made adjustments, is but it still happened here and there in the second half. I think Golden State was getting way too many open looks. Would you agree? Yeah, the one that the one that's baffling to me is like Curry was getting open looks. That that to me like that crap can't happen. I mean, and when Daniel Tice was on the court at one point, they're drop like they're dropping him. So Curry's just walking into an open jump shot. It made no sense to me whatsoever. I'm fine with some of these other guys like Draymond Green. That's designed. You want to shoot, go ahead, take a three. Keep shooting those threes all series long. With Wiggins, I mean, it's not as it's not as beneficial of a bet to make, but. I'm okay with Wiggins at the end of the shot clock taking some shots rather than Curry or Thompson getting those. But, yeah, I would agree with you. I mean, the Celtics, they took 23 wide-open threes, which means the closest defender is six feet away. The Warriors are at, I believe, 18. So the Celtics actually generated more open looks. The question is, are those guys on the Celtics, the Derek Whites, the Marcus Smarts, the Al Horfords, will they continue to hit them? But to your original question, the one thing that I would say is, if it's the right guys taking the shots, I don't care. But if it's Steph Curry, I mean, they get to clean that up. Yeah, I think 15 of those 23 threes, if I'm not mistaken, came from Horford and White, and you can only hope they continue to stay uh, hot. And um, and then Marcus Smart. Oh, actually, I want to go to Daniel Tice for a second. You mentioned him. Literally, I shouted out at the TV when Tice was just eating up alive inside at one point. I said, no, get him off the court. And then the next trip down, he hits a three. I'm like, okay, well. But Daniel Tice hasn't been the – and I'm a Tice guy. I think I'm glad they brought him back. He's helped here and there, but he hasn't been that great in the postseason. No, I mean, you look at the Heat series, the first 36 minutes he played, they were outscored by 37 points. And this is just, if, if Ime Doka is going to steal minutes with them, like, I, I understand it's a long series, et cetera. 
But if he's going to scale minutes with them, it can't be when Steph Curry's on the floor. I mean, they're just going to keep going at that matchup. And we saw it. Steph Curry's walking into open threes. When he's already huddy, it hits five threes. They put him in at the end of the second quarter. And what do you know? It, he calls up whoever's covering, uh, whoever Daniel Tice is covering to set a screen. Tice isn't going to switch on to Curry, so then Curry can just hit a three. So he's got to make, be an adjustment there. And the adjustment to me would be, Nima Adoka did a great job last night. I'm not, I'm not disputing that. But the one thing you cannot do is there should be no minutes where Daniel Tice is on the court with Steph Curry. It just can't happen. I mean, it's a brutal match. If you can get away with some of these lineups with Tice stealing you a few minutes, I'm not the biggest Tice guy in the world. I'd rather just put Grant at center in those minutes. But nonetheless, you can steal some minutes. Don't do it when Curry's on the floor. Now, Marcus Smart, um, let's go back to Game 7 Sunday night in Miami for a second, where I literally, I'm texting with a buddy going, God, I love Marcus Smart. They, they better never get rid of him. And then towards the end, I literally, a few minutes away, kind of like last night's uh, exchange on social media with another friend, it was like he misses those threes at the end, like one after another, and then, you know, Jimmy Butler, obviously, I know Miami's behind us, but Jimmy Butler misses the shot, but Marcus Smart almost outshot us, or <laughs> shot us out of a championship, or a chance at a championship. You know, he, he, he just, he passes the ball, he does a lot of great things, so even though he almost screwed things up last Sunday night, I'm, I'm still glad he's a Celtic, and he's had his ups and downs, but I think uh, this is a guy that you could pro- pretty much say he'll be, he'll be with us to the end, right? Yeah, no doubt. And I think if you were going to design a defender in a lab to defend Steph Curry, it would be Marcus Smart. Now, obviously, Derek White did a better job on him last night than Marcus Smart did, but he's one of the best defenders you can possibly have because he can get around screens, and obviously he's a great on-ball defender as well. It is a little annoying sometimes. Like the last two games of the Heat series, the Game 6 loss, and then, of course, the game you referenced, Game 7, he took the most shots in both those games. (laughs) There should be no scenario where Marcus shot, uh, Smart rather is taking the most shots on the team. I mean, it reminded me sort of, I labeled it bubble smart. You go back to the bubble <laughs> yeah, when he was throwing yeah. up, jacking up threes. He took the most shots in that elimination game against Miami. You don't want that. But I do give him credit because the organization finally bet on him as a point guard, right? I mean, think about all these guys they've had. So they traded for Isaiah Thomas, and then they brought in Kyrie Irving. And then when Ky- and they had Terry Rozier at that time as well, when they – this, when Kyrie decided to go to Brooklyn, they brought Kemba in. Kemba was the point guard. Even before this year, Rab went out and he signed Dennis Schroeder, who was a black hole dribbling the leather off the basketball. It took until midway through this season for them to say, hey, Marcus Smart's the point guard. And it does feel like ever since he made that position change, he's been a much better distributor of the basketball. It's a much better position for him than shooting guards. So I give him a lot of credit for that. But, I mean, we, we can uh, – Calm down on taking the most shots on the team. I'd say that. Yeah, he does. He does love to, loves to shoot. And I was mentioning earlier to our news guys, we were uh, chatting after ten o'clock before we uh, brought you in. How Clay Thompson was three point. Clay, Clay Thompson needed three more points. I wanted seventy two bucks last night. I had Marcus Smart with two and a half uh, over two and a half assists. I had Marcus Smart over three and a half threes. I had the Celtics on the money line. I just needed help from Clay, and he finished with fifteen. Anyway, so that's a whole other story. With it. So, so um, but I so before we wrap things up with Celtics Warriors, just move on to Red Sox, and we're talking to Brian Barrett from WEI in Boston here on WICH. Um, both these teams, I see a lot of similarities. Very exciting games going back to like the past three to five years too. Uh, you know, the, the Celtics and Warriors have had epic regular season battles. This NBA Finals 2022. Do you see it going seven? I got Celtics in seven. 
Yeah, I had Celtics in seven prior to the series starting. I, I don't know. I, I'm feeling like I may want to adjust my pick till six. I feel like the Celtics have a lot of things they can go to. But I, I do believe this. the Warriors are going to find some things against the Celtics defense. They found a couple of them last night. Now, I'm not saying the Warriors are going to expose the Celtics defense because nobody's going to be able to do that. But I think it's going to be a good back and forth. I'm excited because I think it's just going to be a good final series in general. But, I mean, that's huge, getting it. Getting game one, stealing the home court, so to speak, and getting off to that type of start after you were down in the third quarter. I think that the Warriors after the game, they seemed a little bit rattled. Like Draymond Green after the game is referencing the guys on the Celtics that yeah, hit shots. I saw that. Basically, <laughs> like referencing the fact that they were doing things right, et cetera, when he's throwing up bricks left and right. So I do think they got under the Warriors' skin a little bit, and Draymond missed those two free throws as well. And, like, I really think, like, a lot of teams, like, when they lay off Draymond, he's very effective. He'll dribble at Steph. He'll backdoor cut. Or Steph will get a handoff and hit a three. And he does the same thing with Clay Thompson. Last night, that crap wasn't happening. They were daring Draymond to take the cheese and shoot, and he was. So that's going to be an interesting storyline to watch going forward. He, he looks like he's wearing a backpack when he shoots. You ever notice that? Yeah, I mean, that's, yeah, I saw the picture on Twitter where <laughs> he, like they put a fake backpack on him. That guy has got an ugly shot. Yeah, yeah I did see that uh, in the post game presser last night. He's looking at the statue and he's going. He's like rolling, almost almost rolling his eyes, going, oh, we will be fine." Okay, yeah, we'll see what happens. You know, if the Celtics were lucky enough to, to take two in San Francisco, holy smokes! I mean, the series is pretty much over at that point. I mean, I don't get too yeah, excited. Yeah, you cue the duck boats at that point. Yeah, cue the duck boats. Speaking of duck boats, you know, it's, uh, it's uh, I don't want to, I can't tie in the Red Sox with duck boats. Uh, let's see if you want to talk 2018, but even though they're two games away from the World Series last year, let's, uh, let's uh, switch to the Red Sox here for a second. Uh, pardon me when I roll my eyes. Uh, no, I'm, 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 you know, I got excited there going into the, the, uh, the, the final home stretch of that homestand there, the final stretch of that homestand where you had five with Baltimore, two with Cincinnati. I wanted, I got greedy last week, and I said, give me four out of five from the Orioles and sweep the Reds, and let's get to the West Coast. What happens? They lose three out of five to Baltimore, and they split with Cincinnati. Now, I know, and Maloney said this too, and, you know, and, um, and I, I talk with Lou every now and then as well. Great guy. And I want to say this, that Cincinnati threw two of their best pitchers. I get it. But that, that Reds offense is awful. you got to win those two games. This West Coast trip, Brian, I think is, is huge for the, for, the, for the Red Sox season here. Yeah, I'm with you. It was a really disappointing weekend because of the or weekend to this week, the homestand, because they had gone ten and three against the Astros, the Rangers, the White Sox, and the Mariners to sort of get back into a position where you felt like, all right, it's time to start buying back into this team because the offense had been that good. And then the Friday night game against Baltimore, the bullpen gives it up, which has been a theme all season long. The bullpen's not good enough. I mean, that's just there's no sugarcoating it. They need different guys in that bullpen. Barnes is a puddle. Salamore is not good. Brazier's not good. Deekman, the guy they signed in the offseason, is like their big relieving um, addition in the offseason. That guy's been atrocious as well. So that's the main problem, and it reared its head on Friday night. They didn't hit in one of the doubleheaders when Josh Winkowski got that start, and then Rich Hill was just awful on Monday. I mean, you can't lose three or five games to the Orioles, right? I mean, you look at it last year. The reason, the, and I, look, the Red Sox and the Yankees had the same record last year. They play in that wild card game, but think about it. The Yankees went 11-8 and eight against the Orioles. The Red Sox went 13-6. and six. You can't drop those games. And then the game on the first game against the Reds, it was frustrating because Rafael Devers had arguably his worst game of the season. He had the error in the sixth inning, and then he had the bad at bat in that sixth inning as well, where you had first and second with nobody out, and he swings at ball four, and then he grounds into a double play. Now, he doubled in that ninth inning. You had an opportunity to come back. You couldn't get it done. And then, you know, they start getting going against Hunter Green on 
Wednesday night. But all in all, those are games that you need to win. And I felt like going in, I was really confident going into that series where I felt, those two series where I felt like, all right, if they take three of five from Baltimore, I'll be okay with it. I'd like four of five. They take just two of five. And then with the Reds, I know that Luis Castillo was nasty the other night, but you had opportunities late in that game to go up against the relievers and do something. And the fact that you split against the Reds, it just it's really disappointing, but it does feel like, all right, you head out west, and you're getting a couple of bad teams as well. You're going to get Oakland. You're going to get Seattle. Now, in between there, you got Anaheim. But I'm with you. They have to have – this has to be a huge statement out there on the West Coast to get themselves back close to 500. I thought they'd be there yeah. after the matchups they just had. But it's going to have to be about this West Coast road trip. Just get it together. Well, we want to hold you up too much longer, and we appreciate the time here. But I want a 7-3 and three West Coast trip. 8-2 and two would have been a perfect world. It would be great. As you mentioned, Oakland, not a good team. Seattle, they, they swept them at Fenway. The Angels have lost eight in a row. They could definitely do some damage. Am I right? I think the Angels have lost eight in a row there. They could definitely do some damage on the West Coast. This is a team that, I mean, you got Devers and Bogarts and J.D. They're all hitting, and, and Trevor Story with the home runs lately. The, the offense, is, it's, I mean, it's a great lineup. And for the most part, the starting pitching hasn't been that bad. A few hiccups here and there. You mentioned the problems in the bullpen. Let's get to the bullpen for a second. Uh, two questions. When or if do you ever see Whitlock being the closer? I mean, that's been thrown around on Twitter here and there. I'd love to see Whitlock being the closer. I know he's been he's been an alright starter too, I get it. But do you as far as the bullpen goes, do you think we're gonna see younger arms come up or is or is uh High and Bloom gonna, you know, go make a trade somewhere? I think he's going to have to make at least one trade. I don't know how high quality of an arm that's going to be in terms of the pedigree, right? I mean, you look at the one last year, he trades for Robles, which, I mean, it worked out. I mean, Robles was really good for the team down the stretch of last season, but I don't see him giving up a lot in terms of the farm system to do that. The problem is they dug themselves this hole and they didn't need to because the relieving market was stacked this year. As stacked as it's been in recent memory. I mean, there was a ton of relievers out there, and the one guy he goes after is Jake Deakman, and Strom has worked out. I mean, I give him credit for that, but it just feels like the approach is with the bullpen. It's almost Belichickian where there's an arrogant approach to it. It's like, okay, we see something with this guy that the other organization doesn't see. We'll bring him in here and he'll be better. It's worked out with some guys, but not everybody. It's really irritating that they don't pay for certainty as it pertains to just the bullpen in general. So to the question, it feels like it's going to have to come internally. Like they have really good arms right now at the AAA level. I mean, most of them starters. Bayo, Walters just got promoted. I mean, Bayo's filthy. Walters oh, just yeah. got promoted. We saw Winkowski. I mean, he had a bad outing, but I mean, I'm not writing the kid off. He has good stuff. He actually had good stuff that day. It's just his command was off, so I don't know if he's jittery. They have German down there as well, so I, I believe they're going to have to promote some of those guys. Whitlock, I, I like him more as a reliever, too. I, I don't know if the closer role is the best for him, just because, I mean, I like the fact that he can go out there and give you multiple innings. Like, I really felt like he was a weapon out of the bullpen, and I wanted to start the air now. They had to adjust because of the sale injury, but Having Whitlock and Hulk both be those like multi-inning guys out of the bullpen, I feel like that's such a weapon for these guys. Yeah. But I believe now they're going to give Hulk, uh, excuse me, Whitlock a long runway here, at least until we see Sale or Paxton coming back. I believe now they're not going to switch Whitlock back for a long time. I mean, yeah. they could have already done it. I mean, I would have done it. I feel like they win more games in, or during this stretch if Whitlock was actually in the bullpen rather than getting these games as a starter. But I just don't see them making the change until we see more guys up. And even that, I mean, it's a really difficult thing to do. He starts the season as a in the pen. Then he has to adjust to being a starter, which comes with facing a lineup a second time, which he ordinarily doesn't do. So that's an adjustment. We saw that the first couple of starts where he really struggled with that. He was much better last time out, although he pitched to contact more. Maybe that's 
part of the calculus, the adjustment, but then you're going to ask him to go back to the bullpen again, so he has to change his approach again. It just feels like, man, it's, it's a lot to ask. He's really good, obviously, we all know that, but it's a lot to ask of a young guy to switch the roles twice in one season. Yeah, it really is, and uh, I just wish they'd name a closer. You're right, Strom has been all right. Um, it's, it, I, I know Cora's all about doing the matchups right now, but it just it's it's just so frustrating. They got they got to have some consistency in the back of that bullpen. Um, and and do you, I mean, do you see maybe by the All Star break, do, do the Red Sox actually have a guy that can call a closer, and then we'll we'll let you go on that. I doubt it. I think they're going to continue to do it this way. And like I, I know, like the. Old baseball fans like to have a traditional closer. I, I don't mind not having a guy that's the same as closer. I would just like to know who my high-leverage weapon is, right, Keith? Like, okay, eighth inning, the best part of the lineup's coming up. Okay, that's when I want my high-leverage guy there. I would love them to identify that guy. It feels like Strom's been the closest thing to that. It's not going to be Hulk because when Hulk's on the mound, they're planning for him to go multiple innings. Right. So right now it appears Strom's the guy. But here's the issue. As great as Strom's been, and I'm not trying to – this isn't an indictment on Strom. The guy has no pedigree. Like he's thrown more than 60 innings once in his career. He's barely pitched the past couple of seasons, and that's the guy that you're identifying as your high-leverage reliever. I mean, God bless the guy for performing at this type of level, but, I mean, I just juxtapose it to the Yankees where they got Michael King back there, right? And they got Araldis Chapman back there. The Yankees are, what, second in baseball in a war with the bullpen. Oh, like a Clay Holmes. The yeah. I mean, that's the problem is Aaron Boone goes out to the mound. He's got a million guys he can go to. With Alex Cora, I mean, he's looking down there. Um, hold on a second. Let me see. Uh, maybe I can get three outs from this oh, guy. Maybe man, that guy. There's yeah. not enough consistency out there. And the one, the guys that have been consistent, it's Strom and Schreiber. Yeah, neither oh, one of Schreiber. That's another one. I like Schreiber. Track yeah. record whatsoever. So who's to say one of those? Now, I like Strom. He throws a ton of strikes. But who's to say one of those guys doesn't hit a rough patch at some point? Yeah, and I, that's right. John Schreiber. I forgot about him. He's been pretty uh, pretty consistent. But um, yeah, as far as the Yankees go, it's weird that you mentioned like, you know, Michael King and, and Chapman being hurt. Like Clay Holmes, all of a sudden, he was nothing last year. Now he's like closing games. Oh, he's filthy. And Loisa is the guy who's actually having the – well, he's struggling. He's a little better now. But he was struggling. He was actually solid out of their pen last year. But, Brian, I would appreciate uh, the time. Let's do it again soon. Brian Barry, you do a great job at WEEI. Anytime, man. Thanks. Enjoyed it. All right, there he goes, Brian Barrett, WEEI in Boston. Appreciate uh, a few minutes with him talking Celtics and Red Sox. And uh, phones, we're going to open them up for you just after 11. Take a quick break, 1057 on WICH. Norwich Coin and Jewelry, always buying old coins, scrap gold, sterling, old currency, and silver coins. Hi, I'm Jackie, owner of Norwich Coin and Jewelry. We sell collector coins and supplies, and we do free appraisals. We also do expert jewelry repairs and engraving at very reasonable prices. We've been at the same location for over 32 years. Norwich Coin and Jewelry is a smart place to buy and sell your gold, silver and coins 860-886-2730 Norwich Coin and Jewelry 35 Franklin Street in Norwich WICH AM and FM join us weekends for the greatest hits of the 60s and 70s your home for personality radio 1310 WICH and 94.5 FM Dreaming of a new car, a new home? A little money management can go a long way to help make those dreams a reality. And at Scient Federal Credit Union, we make money management easier. At Scient Federal Credit Union, you will be treated as a member, not just a number. We are committed to improving our members' lives with creative financial solutions. Our helpful, responsive, and knowledgeable people are here to help you realize your dreams. Visit our website to find out how you can receive customized product and resource recommendations for a whole 
host of important financial decisions like buying a home, how to save more money, preparing for retirement, paying off debt, and so much more. From day-to-day dealings to long-term planning, Scient Federal Credit Union is your solutions provider, no matter your financial status. We make money management easier. Contact us to see if you qualify for membership. 877-860-MYCU or scientfcu.org. Federally insured by the NCUA. Scient Federal Credit Union. All right, we are a minute shy of 11 o'clock on WICH AM 1310, 94.5 FM. It's Keith C. Rice doing the Friday Stu Breyer Show. Once again, big thanks to Brian Barrett from WEI in Boston. Uh, talk a little uh, Celtics NBA Finals and Boston Red Sox. And, you know, it's a big time of year, you know, especially if the, you know, the Celtics being in the finals for the first time since 2010 and getting off to a one nothing uh, start out on the West Coast. Game 2 also in San Francisco on Sunday night. And they'll travel across the country and be back in Boston for Game 3 on Wednesday night. So uh, Celtics look good. Uh, they've always played Golden State tough. And that's why I see this. And Golden State's not going to lay down. We know that. If they lay down, hey, that's fine by me. But a lot of people after last night are seeing Celtics in five. Eh, I still want to say Celtics in seven. I just think they're the better team. But a long way to go. A long way to go. All right. Uh, more of your calls coming up uh, just after the 11 o'clock news. At WICH Norwich, AM 1310, 94.5 W233 DB. It's 11 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, your home for original reporting. I'm Steve Kathan. Restaurants are among the places desperate to find additional workers. And no matter where you go, there's a help wanted sign. So everybody has to struggle by. No one's got to work. Everybody's got to jump in. The government says last month, employers tacked on 390,000 jobs. Restaurants and hotels added more than 80,000. Bankrate.com's Greg McBride. The job market remains in very solid shape. Uh, job growth slowed, but just barely. Uh, we uh, saw 390,000 jobs added in May. We did did see job increases fairly widespread across various industries. Well, not a Texas where an escaped murder convict was shot and killed in a gun battle with police south of San Antonio. But prison official Jason Clark says it's believed earlier he shot and killed five people at their cabin. It's an assumption at this point, but given that he was in the vehicle that was taken from this residence, it's likely that those firearms came from this residence. President Biden cited recent mass shootings last night as he called on Congress to pass an assault weapons ban and take other gun control steps. The rights granted by the Second Amendment are not unlimited. Not unlimited. It never has been. CBS News White House correspondent Nancy Cordes. This may have been the most emphatic speech this president has delivered when it comes to guns. It's an issue he's been reluctant to dwell on until now because the chances of passing anything are just so slim. The government's stepping up its look into Tesla over breaking issues. Jeff Gilbert has more from affiliate WWJ Detroit. Government safety regulators have more than 750 complaints of Tesla's breaking on their their own for no apparent reason. They've sent a 14-page questionnaire to the company asking for more information, including crash reports and also whether Tesla's controversial full self-driving system was engaged. Tesla stock was down about 7% early on today after reports said Elon Musk had indicated economic conditions could force him to slash 10% of the workforce. Day two of the Platinum Jubilee for Queen Elizabeth, the 96-year-old monarch skipping a church service 
at St. Paul's Cathedral in London. Roya Nika of the Sunday Times newspaper. We've heard from Buckingham Palace that she's been feeling a bit of discomfort. We know she has these ongoing mobility issues. We wish her all well. She was much missed here today. But again, we're in this period of transition now, and the Prince of Wales stepped in her again, representing her at St. Paul's. Baseball's Philadelphia Phillies have just fired manager Joe Girardi. The team is 22-29, and 29, losing seven of its last nine games. Wall Street right now, the Dow is down 289 points. This is CBS News. There's always something new under the sun. CBS Mornings, weekdays on CBS. At Charmin, we heard you shouldn't talk about going to the bathroom in public, so we decided to sing about it. I love my Charmin Super Mega Roll is six regular rolls in one. Enjoy the go with Charmin. DQ presents a burger and blizzard meal matchup. Today's matchup is Bryce Harper's new DQ meal with flamethrower signature stacked burger, fries, and a cookie dough blizzard versus Tim Anderson's new DQ meal with a bacon two cheese deluxe signature stacked burger, fries, and an Oreo blizzard. Who picks the winner? That's you. Visit DQ.com to cast your vote for which meal should be the official meal of MLB. But first, try them both today. DQ. Happy taste good. More help for a Texas city still reeling from last week's school massacre. Volunteer nurses from the Ascension Seton Healthcare System in San Antonio have been sent to Uvalde to give the grieving hospital staff there some much-needed support. This allows our brothers and sisters at Uvalde Memorial Hospital to take a respite and get behavioral counseling if needed and frankly give their community and all of us a time to grieve. Geronimo Rodriguez is an administrator for the San Antonio Healthcare system. Jim Crisilla, CBS News. The Boston Celtics took game one of the NBA Finals 120 to 108 over the Golden State Warriors. Game two is tomorrow night in the Bay Area. And in hockey, the Colorado Avalanche are out to a two games to none lead in the NHL's Western Final after a 4 0 win over the Edmonton Oilers. It's game two of the Rangers Lightning Eastern Series tonight. Steve Kathan, CBS News. I want to correct Steve from CBS News. Uh, game two of the NBA Finals is not tomorrow night. It is actually Sunday night. Hi, everybody. Good morning. Happy Friday. Morning showers then becoming partly to mostly sunny. Slight chance for an isolated late-day shower or storm. Highs in the mid-70s today. Tonight, partly cloudy, low 55. Tomorrow, mostly sunny, delightful. Temperature 75, shoreline 78 degrees inland. And Sunday, mostly sunny. High 74, shoreline 79 degrees inland. In the early morning forecast center at Channel 3, I'm meteorologist Scott Haney wishing you all a great, safe, and healthy weekend. All right. Thanks, Scott. Same to you. 66 and uh, still somewhat overcast here in Norwich at WICH. What a beautiful weekend, as Scott said. On the way. Look at that. Sunny 75 to 80 pretty much all weekend long. Uh, as I mentioned, 66 right now outside our WICH studios. 11.05. Keith C. Rice with Stu Breyer on this third day of June. Love to talk to you. Let's catch up. Uh, again, big thanks to Brian Barrett from uh, WEI in Boston. Talk a little uh, Celtics and Red Sox. It's all about you now at 860-889-5252. Good morning, WICH. Good morning, Keith. Hey, what's up, Larry? Well, if the, if the Celtics win, they're going to break a tie with the Lakers. That's right. They're both at uh, 17, right? 
Yeah, sixteen or seventeen. No, 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 no. They're both at seventeen. The Celtics. Okay. They're looking for. But I want to. This will break a tie. Yeah. Before I let you continue, it was uh, who said this last night? It was oh Kendrick Perkins, who's on ESPN, former Celtic on the uh, OA championship team. Kendrick Perkins. <laughs> I love Kendrick Perkins. He said it's not about Celtics Warriors. It's about Celtics Lakers and who gets to eighteen first. So anyway, okay, go ahead. Eighteen. Go, go ahead. Uh, Roger Clemens' son got called up by the Detroit Tigers. I saw that, Cody. Yeah. His youngest son. Yep, Cody Clemens. So we'll see how long I, the Tigers, right? Is that right. what you said? Yeah. And I, I got to tell you this. I told, what you call uh, what you call about this. Trevor Story, he changed leagues. Then he went out for maternity leave. Yep, yep. And he got a flu. And then he came, he came back and he was rough for a while. He started to come around and he got hit in the head. I remember that. Yeah, it was. And then uh, yeah. it took him a while. Then he got out of it. He went nuts. He was really crazy. Maybe he needs. Maybe he needs to get hit in the head again. No, he I'm did. kidding. I'm kidding. He did get hit. That's what's going on with him. No, no, I know. But you're talking about the first time. It didn't, it didn't no, happen. No, he got again. hit a second time. What? what when? By Baltimore. Oh, it, he got hit again. I missed yeah. that. Oh, all right. Jeez. It's in the head. That that takes a lot out of you. Yeah, he's. I know. He's been. He's been through a lot so far, but uh, hey, I mean, let's let's hope he can get back on track as they head head out west. Well, they're out west now, but yeah, but they got you're right. They got <laughs> if they don't do nothing out there. Yeah, this is a big trip. I mean, let's uh, people are gonna go. Oh, it's early. It's early June, and they're still a little out of the wild card. Yeah, I know. And they, but they gotta step on the gas here. And let's they gotta go on a big run. I mean, uh, they got to go at least seven and three on this ten game well, West Coast. Well, that guy you had on, he knows he knows what he's talking <laughs> oh, about. Oh, Brian's fantastic. He. I don't, know if, I don't know if you do social media, but he he is fantastic with the numbers. And he, if you're a big Boston sports fan, Brian Barrett is uh, definitely a good guy to follow. He's so, right. That's right. I'm glad I was able to get him. Uh, I, I reached out to him yesterday before the Celtics game. I said, hey, you want to come on? He said, sure. So he he does a lot of work with Sox pregame and postgame, but uh, he definitely knows his stuff. I want to throw a little politics on you now. <laughs> really? Larry, you going to talk politics. Okay. Well, our I, I, president went on the record the other day, and he said, you can't do anything about fuel prices. You can't do anything about the the food prices. He might be able to do something about prescription drugs. And he didn't know about the formula of crisis until late. Then his treasury secretary went on and said she messed up the uh, the uh, inflation. She misread that. And yeah, it's it's not very good what's going on. A lot of inconsistency, a lot of gray area, right? Yeah, it's just uh, he's finally admitting that he can't do stuff. <laughs> he's and... finally admitting it. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's a lot of people that are frustrated. I, you know, I mean, you know, I know everyone complains about gas prices. Well, it's that time of year anyway. No matter what, they're they're going to go up around this time. It's like what? It's, it's like five dollars in some places. Yeah, it was. He said he can't do anything about it. He's still blaming Putin. Yeah, of course. you got to point the finger, right? right. you got to point the finger at something or someone. All right, let somebody else talk to you. Having a good show. Thanks, Larry. I'm glad I got, into, got, got to you. I, I had to wait till 1 o'clock last week. <laughs> you can keep, hey, you can call back after 1, too, if you want. All right, let somebody else talk. All right, buddy. Go Sox. You go Sox. All right. 860-889-5252-WICH. Good morning. Good morning, Kate. Casey Rice. Hey, Joe. Joe, Joe Girardi just got fired. You hear about that? I just, I just. That's why. I'm, well, I was going to call you anyhow. That, you know what? I'm sorry, you guy out there. I'm Boston, sorry. But, hey, that's yeah, a Joe Girardi. Twenty-two wins, yeah. twenty-nine losses. The Bills. Sorry, they lost seven in a row. That's a, now no. they. So they. You even said, I hope they don't. Care. That's a and dumb he, move. That I is have, a dumb move. 
Yeah. I thought, look, I'm a yeah. Red Sox fan, but Joe Girardi's a good manager. You got to, you know, maybe, maybe, all right, maybe they're tuning him out. Maybe the players, are, uh, maybe they needed a, a new voice in there. I get it. But you're talking about Joe Girardi. He's a good manager. Yeah. Give him, I mean. I hear you. I was shocked to hear it. We both talked about it because they're thinking about thinking about it. And now all of a sudden it came to fruition. But yeah, yeah unbelievable. But I didn't know they lost seven in a row. But man. Yeah. I mean, that's so a good, but that's a good lineup. Ball, that's a still. all right. The but, pi- the pitching's a little off, but that's a good lineup the Phillies have. It's not, you know. Yeah. I know they're battling the Mets and the Braves are right now the class. Well, mainly the Mets are the class that division, but and I know Atlanta's got a, a good. I mean, that's a, people go the NL East stinks. Well, yeah. If you look at the records, they do. Like I was arguing with a friend the other day, who's, a, who's actually my friend who's the big Golden State fan out west, and he, he's trying to. I'm trying to make a case. For, yes, I'm actually defending the Mets during this argument, and mm-hmm. uh, believe it or not, I'm defending the Mets. And I'm like, do you see what they're doing with Buck Showalter without their two-star pitchers? Do you see what they're doing? He's like, oh, it's still early. The Braves are going to come back. And I felt like saying, well, the Phillies aren't bad. Yes, they're playing bad right now. But if you look at that, yeah. look at that lineup, they're not that bad, you know? No, they're not. The last time I looked at it, they were, like, in third place there. Well, they are, but, you know, I mean, right now the division looks like crap, with, with the exception of the Mets. But, I mean, anyway, yeah. what else is going on? <clears throat> no, and it was great uh, to come back, uh, come back last night with the Celtics. I talked to uh, Danny O about that. Yeah, yeah. And I didn't know, yeah, you know, I said to Dan, man, all these predictions he's been making prior to coming up to all this, I said, you're right on. You know, the Rangers pulled it out. Look where we're at. Look at the Celtics coming back, and now now they're in the finals. Well, so, you got know, to give Danny O credit because he, he reminded me this morning off the air we were talking that he called it back in, like, I guess October. He said, watch out for the New York Rangers. They're a dark horse. And he did. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. and I, that's why I commended him on it this morning. I said, damn, man, I've been following all your uh, predictions, and, man, you're right on. And. You know, Danny. Danny's a real good sports oh, man. Mr. Hockey. He's an all. He's an all around great guy. Anyhow, in my opinion, he's a good singer too. He's guy. He's, he's going. Yeah, I heard. I, I got to get out and see him. Sixty cycle. I, I, one of these days, <laughs> I want to go there, and one of these nights, I want to go out to the rink and watch him play golf. Yeah, and I just, yeah, me too. And I just found out he performs kind of like right down the street from where I live. Now, if I didn't, if uh-huh. I didn't have a gig tonight, I, I'm a DJ on this. I do a mobile DJing. Um, yeah. He's literally performing about three minutes from where I live. I at, uh, wow. at, a, at a, yeah at a winery down the road. I was going to go check him out, but I, I can't. So, But he plays guitar as well, So he's and he's the lead singer? Yeah, yeah he sings too. He sings a lot of the vocals, yeah. That's awesome, yeah. man. i got to get out and see him. I really do, and uh, certainly I want to see him play goalie down. Right at the rink here in Norwich, he plays like on Friday nights yeah. a lot. Yeah, I mean, he does Good it all. Stuff. I mean, the great Danny O. Yeah. yeah, he really is. He's an awesome dude. Anyhow, I, I understand you're going to try to make it for the 14th there for Stu's thing? Uh, you know what? Um, I, unfortunately, they want me back here at the studio. So, uh, as far uh-huh. as I know, right now, I'll be here taking your calls, talking, and Stu and I, I think, will go back and forth on that day. But, no, unfortunately, uh, I'm not going I'm, I'm to be able to make it out to one of my favorite places to see one of my favorite people, and Stu Breyer, and all of you. Um, but I will have to see if I could sneak a small blizzard. Maybe uh, like Dave El- Dave Elder was joking. He'd, he's going to bring something back. He's going to have a blizzard. That's what I'm going to go. For. I may have, have to sneak a, a small blizzard. But, uh, how does it work when when Stu's broadcasting live at DQ and you're on the air with WICH at the studio? Yeah, we can kind of go back and forth. Right, kind of like I don't know if it'll be a phone line. They're going to they're going to set up something where him and I could uh, go back and forth or something like that. So that's nice. Listen, I want to keep I want to keep the lines open for other people. And uh, man. You, you do a fantastic job as well, and I hope you have a great... I know you got a busy weekend, but have a great weekend up in the Cape. That's going to be good for you. Thanks, buddy. Yeah, man, that's really, really cool. And your wife's birthday Sunday? No, no, no. Actually, it was Marty. That's Marty. That's Marty. That's Marty. Yep. yep. All right. Well, anyhow, hey, man, you take care and have a great weekend, you bud. Too, you too, JP. 
All right, take care. Good luck to your Phillies. I still can't believe they fired uh, Joe Girardi. I mean, come on. He's a good manager. Give, I mean, it was early. It's still kind of early in the season. I think that team could have turned it around. All right, I know. Still talking sports. Sorry, sorry. 860-889-5252. WICH. Good morning, Keith. Good morning. Who's this? Yep, this is Larry. Hey, old Larry. Sorry, I didn't recognize you. What's up? Uh, no, I got an idea. Now the Red Sox can fire Cora and hire Girardi. Well, let's <laughs> Now, you don't like Cora. See, I like Cora. I do. I like Cora. I know you're not a Cora fan. You're a Red Sox fan. but I can't stand the guy. I think he's the worst manager in baseball. Oh, Look no. at this. Seven games in Fenway Park, five with the worst team in baseball and two with the other worst team in baseball, and they come out with three wins and four well, losses. Hey, how do you blame that? You can't. Losses, you can't. Of Cora. No, okay. Oh, no, no, no. How do you? No, no, no. How do you blame that all on Cora? Not all on Cora. I'll tell you why. Some of the situations they are in, the team doesn't know how to bunt. They don't know how to steal bases. He doesn't put them in a hit-and-run situation. Uh, so they're hitting in double plays. He never. When, when do you ever see Cora put him in a hit-and-run situation? It, this guy is terrible as a manager. Nah, I, I, I watch these games. I see what he does. I, I think he... I, you know, if you heard the guy I had on between 10.30 and 11. Um, it, look, if you look at that Red Sox team, the 2022 edition, that lineup is very good. The starting pitching is not bad. They've had a few hiccups. They got to figure out the back end of this bullpen. That's the biggest issue. They got to figure well, like guys like Barnes. Thank God he's well mysteriously on the injured list now. That came Barnes out. is done. Barnes now they probably you know what that that's probably a fake injury so they could just and get Chris rid of him. Sale, they ought to get rid of him because he's washed up. Well, they look, I, as much as his contract, no, as much as I love Chris Sale, they should have never gave him that huge contract. Um, no, he's all done. He's right. washed up. He's got a personal injury. Listen, when you play professional ball and you're getting paid twenty million dollars a year, there's no such thing as a personal injury. The they, public has the right to know what's wrong with him and why he's not playing baseball. You can't blame it all on Cora. They got to figure out the back end of the bullpen. They, Listen, Cora's the—you can have the best lineup in baseball, uh, and and you're not going to play well because of the manager. How though? I've well, he's said not, that. Cora's not swinging the bat. Cora's not stealing bases. I mean, Cora's <clears throat> managing the team, though. He tells them what to do. I look, he tells them how to do it. I don't think Cora. And, and, all right. I don't think well, he's a bad manager. I don't. I, I don't bad. like him. I, I'm going to tell you. I I don't like him. I never liked him as a manager. Well, I like Girardi, I but I don't. I, don't... Did, I think when he got fired, when he got fired for cheating in baseball, all he did was serve six months suspension no. because hey, it was the look, uh, COVID year. Look, if you want to go, look, Larry, 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 if you want to go down that road again, I'll be happy to. He he admitted to the look 2017 with Houston. He admitted to it. He owned up to it. He took accountability. Even during that whole year, he was suspended. When he came back, he talked about it. He, when people brought it up, he didn't he didn't sweep it under the rug. He always talked about it with his head high. He apologized. He had he was remorseful. Look, nobody's nobody's perfect. I'm telling you right now, that's uh, that's why the Red Sox brought him back. I mean, yeah, look, look I what they think did. they should have kept the other guy for at least one more year. I think that they they, they used him and I, look, I, I didn't like that. The twenty eighteen, twenty eighteen, when uh, they won, that guy. when when they won the World Series in twenty eighteen and won one hundred and nineteen games, he wasn't doing what he did in Houston. I'll tell you that right now. That Red Sox team was a juggernaut. The last time they won the World Series, what four years ago? Yeah, and I think Corey, he's true. He's got to use this team. He's got to get these guys, to, you know, especially on a shift. Every time they put a shift on, that's where Button comes in. Very, who's that guy that played first base for the Red Sox and they got rid of him last year? The left hander. Oh, Remember Kyle Schwarber. Kyle Schwarber. Him, he, Kyle Schwarber. 
there you go. Not him. The other, well, he he did it, but the other guy too. The other guy they got rid of. He put bunts down the third baseline every time they put a shift on him, and he got doubles sometimes out of the shift. Oh yeah, who Not was just that? Singles. Yeah, who was that? Uh, I can't remember that guy's name. He played first base most of the time for him, left-hander. Well, there was... uh, his name. I can't get his name. Anyway, there but was... anyway, yeah. they, they 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 got a bunt. They got to steal bases. When's the last time you saw the Red Sox steal a base? Hey, Devers steals uh, bases. Uh, Bogart, they they steal. I mean, they don't got Mookie there anymore. And and uh, I mean, they got they got guys who could steal bases. You maybe you're right. Maybe they got to steal more bases. But I wouldn't put this all on court. Now this West Coast trip is going to tell a lot. They got to get out there. They got to. I mean, yeah. they got to start. You know, they got to take advantage uh, of these bad teams out west. You can't win three games uh, and, and lose four. At no, home. I agree. It's the two of the worst teams oh, in baseball. That they stunk it up against Baltimore and Cincinnati. It was yeah. awful. But all right. Unacceptable. Uh, one thing in politics, that idiot was on the TV just uh, ten minutes ago, blaming Putin again for everything for the gas price. You know, the gas prices have still been going up five cents every day for the last two weeks. And he's on the TV this morning blaming Putin for the gas prices, blaming him for the grocery prices, blaming him for everything that's going on in this country. Everything. He didn't take the blame for one thing. Nothing. Well, what was the last time you heard a president take the blame? <laughs> Think about well, not, it. Not, listen, when's the last time our country was in the, in the condition that it is in right now? Yeah. I mean, it's look, I, I, I'm with you. It's very frustrating. It's. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of finger pointing, a lot of... Uh, Backlash, a lot of animosity, and uh, you know, I mean, that's all he can do is is make excuses and go ahead and make excuses. I mean, it's not gonna. Yeah. I mean, look, I, I got gas this morning. Where where was I? It was somewhere in Norwich, four eighty seven. Kissing, it's kissing five dollars. So, I mean, it's that time of year too, as well. But you know, I, I mean, there's so much other crap going on too. I hear you. Yeah, it's just just not good. Uh, uh, I hope these people go out and vote on November eighth. If they, if they, you know, midterm elections are usually not not good time to vote. It's usually a, a slow time. But if these people don't go out and vote this time, after what's going on in this country, you'll never get them to go out and vote. Yeah, well, I will. Say, this is where we're getting. Into, uh, well, this is the governor election this year, right? So Lamont, uh, it's going to it's Lamont Stefanowski again, right? Yeah, he's uh, Stefanowski's uh, about six points behind him right now. Stefanowski almost won the damn thing last time. But so I, I got to say this though, and. and you know, I think you pretty much. I, I kind of go down the middle of the road. I think Lamont actually during COVID was all right. You know, I said that. I told yeah. you that. I thought he did a, a, a decent job. In fact, I think he's done even with the taxes. Uh, if they come out to be true in July, we got in uh, the property taxes and motor vehicle taxes. Do you think? Uh, do you think Lamont wins again or Stefanowski? Uh, what do you think? What do you no, think? Lamont's going to win because of the job he did. Yeah, he did, he'll a, win. did a decent job. Uh, how's a Republican going to beat him when he has really nothing to beat him on? Right. Right. Plus, Connecticut's got a surplus. I I heard too, uh, um, pretty good surplus. Yeah, he'll 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 be reelected. Yeah, so yeah. tough to beat a <laughs> incumbent, especially a Democrat, in Connecticut, yeah, when yeah, he's not not doing a bad you know a bad job. Yeah, yeah. Who was the last Republican? Uh, was it was uh, what's his name? John? Uh, was it Roland? Right? I think it was, was Roland. Roland was yeah. the last Republican. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was him. All right, Larry. So what are you going to do this? Uh, have a good weekend. This weekend, you what, do you, what are you on. doing this weekend? I don't know if you heard Marty and I. I, I got a very, yeah. I got a DJ at prom later tonight. That's uh, going to be fun with the kids. <laughs> Sixty or seventy juniors and seniors. That'll be fun. Luckily, my yeah, wife have a good time with that. My wife is there to help. She's like my assistant. She does a great yeah. job. And then we go. We got invited to a retirement party at the same place. I'll be DJing tonight, so that'll be tomorrow. 
And then we drive to out near the Cape on Sunday for a baby shower, which is about a couple hour drive, it's a two hour drive. And my wife's like, oh, you know, I don't want to stay too long. So, okay, we're going to drive. Well, that's all good. Right. <laughs> you have a good weekend, and I'll talk to you next week. All right, buddy. Take care. All right. All right. Thank you, Larry. 860-889-5252. I see you calling. If uh, you're on the line waiting to talk, hang on. I'll be right with you. Step away for a quick break, all right? 1122 on a Friday. WICH. 94.5 and 1310 WICH. For a list of this station's official contest rules, please visit WICH.com slash contest dash rules. Dreaming of a new car? A new home? A little money management can go a long way to help make those dreams a reality. And at Scient Federal Credit Union, we make money management easier. At Scient Federal Credit Union, you will be treated as a member, not just a number. We are committed to improving our members' lives with creative financial solutions. Our helpful responsive and knowledgeable people are here to help you realize your dreams visit our website to find out how you can receive customized product and resource recommendations for a whole host of important financial decisions like buying a home how to save more money preparing for retirement paying off debt and so much more from day-to-day dealings to long-term planning Scient federal credit union is your solutions provider no matter your financial status we make money management easier contact us to see if you qualify for membership 877-860-MYCU or scientfcu.org federally insured by the NCUA Scient Federal Credit Union This is Lori Lord with Medication Awareness Have you ever been dehydrated? I'll be back in a split second with some advice on this subject The staff at Greenville Drugstore are dedicated to the health of our community. They want you to get the most from your medications. To ensure you use your medications properly, the pharmacists at Greenville Drugstore offer special compliance packaging, help with coordinating and reminding you when your refills are due, and offer a free delivery service. Remember to ask the caring pharmacist at Greenville Drugstore all of your medication questions. An independently owned Health Mart pharmacy, Greenville Drugstore has been located at 213 Central Avenue in the Greenville section of Norwich since 1951. They're here for your health. Health Mart, taking the time to listen and care. Water is essential for nearly every bodily function, including the regulation of core body temperature. As you might suspect, the incidence of dehydration is more frequent during the summer months. Watch for the following symptoms. Severe thirst, dark urine, decreased urine production, fatigue or weakness, dry skin and lips, decreased sweating, nausea, faintness or loss of appetite, confusion or dizziness, and headache, body aches, and muscle cramps. You can prevent these symptoms by drinking plenty of fluids, even before you feel thirsty. Medication Awareness is brought to you by the pharmacists at Greenville Drugstore, a Health Mart pharmacy. We're here for your health. All right, 1125 at WICH, AM 1310, 94.5 FM. It's uh, Mr. Friday, as Sue from Preston likes to call me, Mr. Friday. Uh, Keith C. Rice. We're going to get back to the phones in just a sec. A couple lines ringing. Hang in there. I'll be with you uh, in just a sec. 860-889-5252. But I, I just looked at the date, and anybody who knows me knows that I am just, when it comes to dates, I remember weird things. I'm just like random, like Rain Man like that. I don't know. So it was June 3rd, 1988. 34 years ago today, this guy, me, Keith C. Rice, got my driver's license. <laughs> Don't ask me why I remember that, but I do. I got it right here in Norwich, too. Yeah, I'm from the Wyndham Willimantic area, and I refused to take my driver's test back then up there. I didn't want to take it because I was afraid they were going to make me do a, um, <clears throat> uh, what was it? I was afraid they were going to make me parallel park. 
which now I can do like with my eyes closed. Well, not that I try it with my eyes closed, but uh, so I took it in Norwich, and the toughest thing they made me do. Um, well, I did the written, obviously. I remember I had to. I had my parents' 1987 Nissan Maxima. Remember those cars, the ones that talk to you when you open the car door? Left door is open. Anyway, um, oh, looks like the sun's coming out. Um, <clears throat> they, the only thing they made me do as far as the driving part, I had to back into a spot. It was a little nerve-wracking, but I did it. I did it. I was like, a, what was I, in 10th grade? Sophomore at Lyman Memorial in Lebanon before I uh, transferred over to St. Bernard. And, uh, yeah, so 34 years ago today, I got my driver's license. I, I expect that when I pick up the phone, you you say, happy driver's license day to you or something. <laughs> 34 years ago today. <clears throat> God, I feel old. All right. Back to the phones we go. W-I-C-H, hello. Happy driver's license day. <laughs> yeah, I Wait a minute. Um, you got to call me. parking over there. Call me my name. What's my name? Uh, well, okay. It could be Sir Keith. No, Mister Friday. Mister Friday. I just gave. I, I just. I, I just gave you credit. You're the one who calls you Mister Friday. All right. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> anyway, yeah. I practiced between hay bales back in the day when I was going to get mine over there to Norwich. Uh, yeah, I didn't want to take it in Willimantic. I was just afraid that, uh, you know, you talk to your friends, oh, well, I took it in Willimantic. They made me. I remember ta- conversing with, like, no, don't do it there. They're going to make you parallel park. Oh, okay, I'll, I'll go to Norwich. And, you know, it's like, it's, it's, now I look back on it and go, really? I mean, come on. I was being really silly, but. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, you, you and Larry were talking about um, uh, uh, the governor getting back in. I hope Stefanowski gets back in because we've got gets back in. He wasn't in. I mean, gets in. Really? I look. I look. Stefanowski was one last time, but you got to admit, Lamont didn't do that bad of a job. All right. Yeah, uh, uh, but he was uh, only following the lead of. Um, Whatever they were doing in New York and whatever they were doing, he didn't have a mind of his own. That's what's scary about him. He gets his marching orders from D.C. Now, I follow newspapers. I get a lot of them. And I remember little things like you. And um, in one of them, a couple months ago, he literally said he does not want us to have gas generators by 2030. Okay. He said that. Yep. Oh. He, hey, he's doing that wind wind farm thing down there off the pier with that foreign country, um, or stead or whatever. I don't know Norway or Dan. It's a Danish country, I think. And um, yeah, and he booted our salt. You know the the guy the company were right in the center of this this state. Does the snowplow salt, right? The New London Pier booted that guy off, and he's looking for a place to try to put his salt. And it's like, these people are, yeah, Mr. Greenwich, and even Blumenthal is from Greenwich. They have no inkling what it is like for regular, everyday people. Here we are over here on the eastern side of the state. And when we get snow, we need snow plows and we need salt. And I don't know what they do. I know Blumenthal probably just jumps on a train and goes to D.C. Or, or they're, uh, they're ushered around. They don't understand. And so I think he's out of touch. 
in the new in the Norwich Bulletin, he was calling himself His Excellency. What? Yeah. Come on. When he did a full page of the uh, rules and executive orders, he would do a full page. I am not kidding. On in the bulletin, and he called himself His Excellency. Well, I kind of like that name. Even instead of Mr. Friday, you call me His Excellency. <laughs> well, that's fine. But when you get somebody, you know, thinking of themselves like that, I mean, that's a foreign country. You know, I'm expecting Joe Biden to get up there someday with one of those things that crosses the chest, looking like some prime minister from some other foreign country, uh, a sash, I guess is what they call them. I'm expecting him to do that next. <laughs> and, um, you know, in the AR-15, um, the AR means the name air, right? And the bullet capacity that goes in that is only a 22. Everything they're saying they're getting wrong. It's just that they made it look like um, a military rifle. Mm-hmm. But it's not, because you can have any kind of gun looking like whatever kind from the past, and you could put a twenty-two bullet in it. They, they make them, you know. And so, but no, we've got to turn this country around. The lies coming out of D.C. about the gas and the oil, all we have to do is open our own up again, we don't. We're, we're putting money in in the uh, Middle Eastern guys' pockets with their oil, and yeah, they can lie and say what they want, but all the foreign countries over there in the European Union are still buying from Russia. I know this for a fact. And they're buying it in rubles because it's a special way. You go from one bank, trade, everyone knows, like, okay, did you ever hear that you could take money back in the day up to Canada and change your U.S. money in, and maybe the Canadian money was worth a buck twenty-five, so you got an extra quarter on your dollar, mm-hmm. and then you come back down here? Well, that's what they're doing. They're over there, they're trading their your euros into rubles. And they're buying the oil and the gas, and everyone is getting buffaloed, because you know I listen to Europeans talk. <laughs> All right. You know? Yep. All right, Sue, so, so we'll uh, catch up with you later. Oh, yeah. Well, I am banking <laughs> on us turning this country around with a red wave. There you have it. All okay. right. Okay. We'll talk to you probably uh, before two. How's that sound? Yeah, yeah, something like that. <laughs> okay, thanks. Bye, Sue. Yep, bye-bye. All right, W-I-C-H. Hello, Mr. Friday. <laughs> or His Excellency. No, I'm kidding. I'll take Mr. Friday. How, How are, are you? you? How are you? I'm doing okay. Uh, I, I I just woke up. I, I, I'm so mad at myself. But um, You were up late watching that I, Celtics game last night now, weren't you? Yeah, I was really up late. <laughs> but I wanted to share something off the cuff, like, um, you know, I had a shooting in my family. Oh, no. And someone got killed. And I'm sorry. Um, oh. Very, very, it's a situation, I think, that you take with you for the rest of your life. 
and the other people that were involved oh my god it's terrible i mean i'm oh so sorry god. when when was this oh about 25 years ago oh my goodness oh. and um but for a short time i went um to a psychiatrist not a psychologist i went to a psychiatrist and one day i'm waiting to go in and he comes back out with this lady and um the husband and him and the lady go outside. Well, evidently, she told my psychiatrist that if a policeman ever shot her, pulled her over, she had a gun in her purse. Can you, you know what I mean? And he immediately took the purse and they called an ambulance and, and took her away. Wow. But that was when Norwood State Hospital was open. But I will never forget that. Who would have thought? Who would have thought that somebody would think about that? But you couldn't help but hearing, you know, because I was waiting to go in. But I think people that experience any type of tragedy like that they really need um, they need a therapy. They need psychotherapy. Yeah, it sounds because, like it. <clears throat> yeah, it was it was terrible. Um, then um, one of the other people in that family hung themselves. Oh my goodness! Oh. And uh, their their children, the little children, found their daddy. Um, it it was a hell of a time, Keith. I'm so sorry. I can tell you that it's a hell of a time, and. Um, this person that did this stuff had shot themselves in the face and oh my God. lived. So, you know, with life, don't, you know, don't just, um, if you see something, do something. Absolutely. Call the police, do There's always something. help out there. There's always help. Yeah, I mean, but back when I was, you know, years ago, um, you know, if you had mental illness, you were shunned on. Yeah. It was a different time, totally different time. And now, of course, we do need a lot of help. We do need mental hospitals. We really, really do. Um, but you know, the person that did this was an excellent, excellent person. Never been in trouble, never a great father, husband, everything, and just, uh, just you know, but I ha I went for treatment therapy because I was very close to the situation, and uh, I got the help. But I'll tell you one thing. Those people down in Texas or the hospital or wherever it is, automatic weapons do not belong in this country unless you're going to war. I'm very, very sorry, but I don't, I just, I, I wouldn't want one. I don't want them. Um, the laws have got to change because, you know, Keith, some people do these things and, you, and you'd say, wow, these people are great people. What happened? What happened? Yeah. So my advice is uh, if, if something's not quite right, oh, my God. Um, but I suffered, and I'll suffer to the day I die with this this tragedy. Well, my prayers are and, with you and uh, your family. It's um, sorry to hear that it, that it happened years ago. Um, yeah, but just, the thing of it is, I want people 
watch for your loved ones. Sometimes people are too close to the situation. Yeah. Very, very too close. And you just think, oh, well, they'll get over it. People do not get over mental illness. They just don't, from my experience, my personal opinion. But, I, I mean, I, I wish you were on every day. Oh, thank <laughs> I you. I wish you were on every day. Um, I, I, I was wondering how um, the uh, you had something going on last weekend. I know you were very busy. Uh, Correct. Last... You were going to be a DJ or something. Oh, I did. Well, a couple weeks ago, I DJed uh, Sweet Sixteen in Middletown, and then tonight we have to DJ a prom uh, up in my neck of the woods, which is uh, the Wyndham Willimantic area. Oh, isn't so, that lovely? Yeah. So I got to DJ a prom later on today. That'll be fun. Oh, it'll be wonderful to go back to those years. <laughs> Wow, that's a true, true blessing. You know, now it's amazing uh, because now I get these. You know, I look back on those days, and I remember people who are around my parents' age going, I can't believe what kids listen to these days. Now I'm that guy. I'm that person you know, getting this playlist ready for tonight. I've been preparing for it all week, and now I'm like, are the kids really listening to this today? And, I, and I'm and i around Top 40 Music because I'm at one of our other stations in Willimantic, and I still, you know, there's some good stuff, but there's some stuff I just shake my head going, really? Okay, interesting. Really, really. Wow. But do you, are you going to play at the hop? At <laughs> I don't know if the kids will get into that one, uh, but you know what? Hey, wait a minute! That's a good one for Stu's lunchtime oldies hour. I'll have yeah, to see I if we can. So. Uh, I could probably oh, let me see if we have it in here at the hop. Who sings at the hop again? Oh, I at the hop. Well, it's been a long. Oh, here time. we go, Dan, Danny and the uh, Danny and the jun- Juniors. Is that what it says? Here? Maybe I, it's a long, long time for me. At the hop, but, we'll have oh. to we'll play that. Um, yeah, we'll, that's cool. Okay. That'll be cool, but <laughs> oh, they're so blessed, the kids today, and may God keep them safe. Yeah. That's all I can say. Keep our schools I and mean, our teachers safe, that's for sure, especially after this Uvalde, Texas incident. I mean, I'm know. just, it can happen anywhere at any time, and um, I just want the children to be safe. I never thought in my lifetime that I'd ever see where you'd have to be worried about your little kids going off to school. My God. Yeah. My kids used to walk and get their hair cuts in the city or walk to school at first grade with a bunch of kids. But today, mm-hmm. oh, my God, I pray for these young people. Yeah, and uh, that... we, we need, uh, we just need more security for those kids. Absolutely. I mean, really. Back in really. my day back in my day walking home from school, I was only worried about a dog coming out and attacking me. Now we're worried about, you know, <laughs> God forbid guns and all that, but just keep our you know this is pray we can continue to keep our kids safe, our teachers and uh you know, obviously our moms and dads and all that. You know? I know one thing. I'm worried about the countries who was it flying jets over uh in Canada. I've forgotten now who it was. But my God, we have a lot to think about and pray about. Yeah, well, and you're a godly man, and uh, uh, we we sincerely need uh, we need more people to to be godly. When they took the prayers out of the school and different things have happened, I I got to tell you, my heart goes out. But you have a good time at the hop. Thank you, Sylvia. Always good to talk bye to you. And I will dear. play. I will bye play. Bye. I will play at the hop for you. Okay. Thank you. All right. Bye bye. 
All right. Always good to hear from Sylvia. 860-889-5252-1142 WICH. And just after the 12 noon CBS News, we'll get into Stu's Lunchtime Oldies Hour for this Friday. Let's see here. WICH. Okay. Take some more calls in just a sec. Uh, Yeah, we can play At the Hop to kick off the uh, Lunchtime Oldies Hour. At the hop. That's the song, right? At the hop. Let's right, see who this is. W-I-C-H. Hey, Keith. Yeah. How you doing? Good. Who's this? It's Gary. Gary, what's up? I, I called you a couple weeks ago. I was supposed to call you back there and find out how uh, how you made out. You were looking for a flowering cherry tree for your wife? <laughs> yeah. I haven't looked into it yet. Shame on me. Oh, you haven't? Shame oh. on me. Yeah, I know. Oh, Okay. So I, I have to get life's been so crazy. It's already bloomed and gone by now. Oh, jeez. So. Yeah. so the ship, so that ship has sailed, huh? Oh, yeah, I mean, well, you can still probably buy the tree, but it won't have flowers on it. You yeah, know? well, I think the reason why, and those, those were all great ideas, including yourself, is that that my yard, and it's an awesome yard, piece of property, it really is. It's, I don't know where. I, I le- legitimately can't think of a place I'd, I'd like or we'd like to put it. And I could totally see my wife going, oh, that's fantastic. Where are we going to put it? Well, you know what else would be nice? And you don't have to worry about it growing big and taking up too much of your, your yard. Everybody loves flowers. Even guys love flowers. But go buy her some Asian lilies. They grow about two to three feet high. You know, like the lilies you see in church at Easter time. Okay. And they smell nice. They're nice and sweet. You'll smell them out in the yard. And get like a white and red uh, or r- red and pink uh, variegated uh, lilies. But make sure they're Asian lilies because the other regular tiger lilies or lilies don't have a nice smell to them. You know? Asian lilies. Okay. And uh, I have some that come up on either side of my step every year. They're about a foot high right now, but they'll get to be two, almost three feet tall. Um, so in about another week or two... If you drive up by my place on Shays Lane there, you'll see I've got flowers all over in front of the house. Wow. Something something dies, something else comes up, something dies, something else comes up. So i got flowers all year long, you know? Well, I should have my wife, who's really into planting these days, I should have her talk to you. She does a good job, but uh, it seems like you're an expert. But um, No, I'm not an expert. I just, I dabble in it, you know? You and dabble in it. My neighbor loves flowers, so he's uh, well. He's, He's worse than me. Ten Gary, times worse than you sound, me. sound like you're a dabbling expert, if I should say. Well, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I appreciate the tip. Excuse me? I appreciate the tip. All right, Keith. It was nice talking nice to you, Nice talking buddy. to you. Don't be a stranger. You... Asian lilies, right? Asian lilies, yes. All yep. right. Well, feel free to call back. All right. Take care, Keith. You too. Bye-bye. 860-889-5252. W-I-C-H. It's 11.45. Take a quick break. WICH is part of the Hall Communications Radio Group. From time to time, WICH has staff openings in various departments, such as sales, programming, promotions, and engineering, as well as the business office. When positions do become available, it is our policy to notify various organizations so that they can let their members be aware of them. WICH would be happy to add your organization to our notification list. Simply call us at 860-887-3511 and ask for Bob Reed. WICH and Hall Communications encourage minority and women's organizations to participate 
and our equal opportunity employers. When your ride isn't running right, that's when you should run right to Quersha's Auto Repair. You'll get honest, upfront answers and great service because their experienced and highly trained techs know exactly what they're doing. There'll be no surprises because every customer gets a complete written estimate before the work begins, so you're never hit with an unexpected expense. From alignments to oil changes to certified emissions repairs, Corsha's can do it all with the right combination of the latest technology and good old-time service. They know your time is valuable, so they get the job done right the first time and in a timely manner. Do you need to service your Subaru? Take it to Corsha's. Their new Subaru specialist has over 30 years of experience. Corsha's Auto Repair, 8th and North Main in Norwich, keeping your ride running from grill to tailpipe for over 30 years. Find us online at Corsha'sAutoRepair.com. That's Q-U-E-R-C-I-A-S AutoRepair.com. All right, 1147 on the nose, 13 before noon at WICH, AM 1310, 94.5 FM, Stu's Lunchtime Oldies Hour on the way just after 12 o'clock. In the meantime, we continue to take your calls at 860-889-5252, 860-889-5252, WICH. Yeah, good morning. Morning. How are you? Good, how are you? This, this is Richie. Richie, Richie boy. Yeah. Hey, um... Uh, Biden's blaming Putin for everything, for with the uh, gas and everything. People got to realize, day two, he signed twenty over twenty executive orders, shutting down the Texas wall, shutting down our, ga- our gas pipeline that we had that the president uh, uh, Trump had going. We had so much going. He uh, signed this, signed this, signed this. Shut it down, shut it down, shut it down, shut it down. I hope these people, when it comes to voting for the president, realize that the damage this Biden has done to the United States and to the people and the trouble we're in now with the gas, the food, the oil, the electricity, everything, the blame is on him. He should blame himself for doing this. He should revoke the and turn around these executive orders that he signed and say, I'm sorry, but I made a mistake, but he won't do it. I hope the people, the Republicans and the Democrats, when it comes voting for a president again, I am not voting for him. Thank you and have a nice day. You too. Thank you, Richie. Richie boy. W-I-C-H, hello. Hi, how are you? Good, you? Good. Um, What's up? The last gentleman talking about Biden. Okay. I, I was going to call. I I was on my way to Mystic, going down Route 12, <clears throat> and the gas was 469 at most of the stations. And when I got to the Gulf and Groton, it was 455. And I went to wow, the Wow, that, that's, actually, that's, actually, that's actually... That's actually... That's actually... It was 467. That's still a deal. I had 487 this morning. Wow. But I mean, it, it's more the principle of 12 cents in one hour. Um, yeah. Biden, Biden is using up um, our, our um, reserves of, of oil and gas that was gotten at a dirt cheap price by Trump. And he's saving us maybe two cents a gallon. I mean, for, for 10 gallons, that's 20 cents. Mm. 
whoop-de-doo. <laughs> you should be doing something to solve the problem, not going to Saudi Arabia and begging or Venezuela and begging, but he should be opening up our oil and our pipelines so we can get it in, in the U.S. We should be energy independent like we were before he became president. That's, you know, yeah, it's he's, just... he's done so much wrong. Um, it's like everything he does, he should be doing the opposite. Yeah, and the scary thing is, and look, look, this, any president's never going to take accountability. There's always, and, they, and that's that's just the that's what they do. They they find excuses, and but it seems like you know, yeah, I'm singling out Biden here. It seems like it's just, it's excuse after excuse after excuse these days. You know, I mean, can you take accountability for something? I mean, come on. Yeah, yeah, it's it's not Putin's fault. It's it went up. A lot before before Putin invaded Ukraine, it still had gone up dramatically. The prices of everything, you know, they're. I've gone in. I've gone. I go to different stores if they have a lost leader. Um, the last time I got, I got London Royal at at um, one store. The regular price is seven ninety nine a pound. I got it for two ninety nine because it was a lost leader. Um, the prices of meat have gone up dramatically. Everything has gone up, and now they're raising the taxes on on diesel. So the prices of everything are going to go up more again because diesel fuels the trucks that deliver the stuff to the stores. So everything has gone up. Yeah, you know, I'm and, and meanwhile, we have um, the transportation secretary. We don't hear about him. He must be, you know, playing with his twins. Um, Buttigieg, we don't hear about him. Something needs to be done. Somebody needs to do something. Yeah. And Biden got on, on the air yesterday about the, the gun. You know, we need to ban these guns. Excuse me. If I am a criminal, I'm going to go and shoot people. I don't care if I'm carrying an, an illegal gun. You know? Um, the guy that what the gun for one of these mass shootings had a criminal record. He wasn't supposed to get a gun. He, he was, you know, he had a felony record. He wasn't supposed to get a gun. Hmm. Hunter Biden wasn't supposed to get a gun because he was an addict. You lie and, and you get a gun. Well, and <clears throat> I'm, looking down the, I'm looking down the playlist of songs for the uh, lunchtime oldies hour. Maybe I should slide in Fleetwood Mac, Little Lies. No, I'm kidding. That's terrible. Yeah, well, um. <laughs> yeah, except that they're huge lies. <laughs> anyway, it's turning out to be a really nice day, so everybody get out and enjoy. Yeah, get out and enjoy. Thanks for the call. Yeah, bye. 860-889-5252. We're nearing the 12 noon hour. Lunchtime. Uh, what do I have to eat for lunch today? Oh, just got peanuts. Oh, man. There's nothing wrong with that, but uh, I already ate my protein bar. I already finished my blueberries. I'm kind of proud of myself in this regard. I used to, you know, we all look forward to nothing wrong with sandwiches, but, <clears throat> excuse me, I haven't eaten bread in about a year. I don't really miss it either. So I kind of, you know, turn my attention to salads every now and then. Uh, wraps, I guess. Wraps are okay here and there. And, uh, you know, Feel a little better about myself. 860-889-5252. It's Keith C. Rice for Stu Breyer at 1153. Take a few more calls as we get closer to the top of the hour. W-I-C-H. Keith C. There he is, Marvin. 
What's up? What's up, my friend? Well, I'll, I'll talk serious first, and then we'll talk a little bit of lighter things later. Okay. Um, you know, people call in and they talk about trauma, and they talk about things that happen in her life and that happen in other people's lives. Well, let me tell you something, and I hope the right people are listening right now. Uh, I lived on the corner of Broad Street and Boswell Avenue, and in 1963, we had a flood that took out our businesses and almost killed my cousins and my uncles oh, wow. and aunts, yes, and... Uh, I was right next to the Turner and Stanton Mill when that went crumbling down and killed I killed four people there and a fifth person was killed down down the road from the flood. Um, the following day, I had the opportunity at the age of five years old to sit and look out my window and watch them drag the bodies out of the mill. What? Oh. Well, you know, it was back in the day. We didn't have fire rescue or this rescue or rescue one or, you know, like you see on TV, all that stuff. We had firemen, and that, and that's what you got. You got firemen, and you got an ambulance, and they dragged those bodies out, and they were all women, and I got to watch that. And so if anyone wants to talk to me about trauma or wants to know about trauma, I wrote the book. <laughs> I, wow. I'll tell you what, <clears throat> chapter one is Marvin Ceruto on trauma. So that's the name of that game. I also happened to watch the Van Tassel explosion, and uh, that's another story. We'll talk about that another day. Oh okay, God. lighter note, did you watch the Celtics game last night? I didn't miss a second. All right, so give me your analysis now. you got to give me full analysis because I feel... I feel Celtics are just gonna like they're 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 killing it. So well, yeah. Now look, it's only game one, and I know I'm uh, <clears throat> excuse me. According to my buddy out on the West Coast who lives in the Bay Area and is a big Warriors guy, and I was on his morning show earlier this week. Uh, you know, yes, I could beat my chest after game one because I'm I'm very impressed and excited for my team's performance, especially in the final twelve minutes. And I will say this. There's, it's a, you know, we got plenty more to go in this series. I totally understand that, and he knows that I know that too. Um, but I will say this: I think the Celtics are the better team. Uh, Golden State's got a couple surefire sure Hall of Famers in there, and Steph Curry and Clay Thompson. But what the Celtics did in the fourth quarter last night was unbelievable, unbelievable <laughs> in San Francisco. Uh, going on a 17 nothing run, outscoring them 40-16, to and they're up one game to none with a chance to take two in San Francisco on Sunday night. And uh, I'm getting greedy, but I wouldn't mind taking two. And uh, how's that for an analysis? A very good analysis. You're on the same page here. Um, something very interesting. Uh, in 2004, uh, I had a girlfriend, and we stayed together until 2000. And uh, let's see, eight until I came back home, and uh, she was from French Lick, Indiana. Larry Bird, baby. And guess what? What? She knows Larry Bird. No, like she knows him well. Very well. Birdman, the Birdman, up in French Lick. I went up there, and he was he wasn't there. He's down in Fort Myers. Fort Myers, he has a, yep, yeah, he has a, a winter home yeah. in Fort Myers. My parents told me that. Yeah. Yeah, but I went up. I went up there, and. Um, 
and the Birdman, you just walk up to his house and knock on the door. He rides his bike around town. He runs around town. You can see him anytime. He's a local kind of guy. He's a neighborhood guy. So wait, you know? so wait, this is now, he still lives in French Lick and rides his bike in French runs? Lick. Yep, he lives in French Lick. Anyway, he still like is just a you know runs ordinary a, ordinary dude. But he's still like like to this day, even though he's older, he rides his bike and goes yep. for a run and all that. To, wow. to this day, yeah. And he still has the place in Fort Myers, I would I would assume. But he he likes Fort Myers. He he likes the the Florida thing. Sure, sure. Wow, I wonder. I would love, see right now if you were to ask me, and I've been very fortunate to meet a lot of musical celebrities in my time so far. But I I think we talked about this maybe a few weeks ago. If like Larry Bird. And Tom Brady, those two athletes, walk through this door right now, okay, I'd be starstruck. And I usually don't get starstruck around celebrities. <laughs> but I would be like, my jaw would hit the floor. Wait a minute, why are you leaving Brett Favre out of the mix oh, here? Oh, God. All right, Brett, Brett Favre. I'm a Packer fan. I'm a big You're a Packer, Packer fan. fan. Oh, all right. Or, or uh, you know, Bart Starr, you did know. Did you watch, hey, speaking of Packers, <laughs> no, did you? Brett Favre, hey, Brett Favre's still around. Yeah, real As quick. As a matter of fact, I, he was on TV a couple nights ago. Oh, real quick. I got a minute left before we're going to get to news. But did you see the match the other night with uh, Brady and Rodgers and uh, the two young guys there, Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes? Every year they have the match where they raise money for a big organization, and it's on, like, TNT, and they it's a golf tournament. It's, those four, it's four guys, and it was Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers on one side and, and Allen and Mahomes on the other, and uh, Brady and Rodgers pulled it out mainly because of Rodgers. Brady's not a good golfer. But I uh, just wanted to pass that along. But listen, i got to run, Marvin, uh, but call back, like, you know, before two. How's that sound? Adios, muchacho. <laughs> Bye, my friend. All right, we, got, we were able to squeeze Marvin in there in the first half of the show. Uh, we got Stu's Lunchtime Oldies Hour, as you know, from noon to one. We kick back, take a breath, gather our thoughts, have some lunch, enjoy the tunes, and then uh, we'll reopen the phones. Uh, we do it like between one fifteen and one thirty, all leading up to Fox Across America with Jimmy Fallon. On this Friday, June the 3rd, 2022, you're listening to Personality Radio, 1310 WICH Norwich and 94.5 W233DB. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Rocket Mortgage. I'm Steve Kathan. College grads and students looking for summer work have a lot of options. Bernice Weber just finished college and has had offers. Send in your resume. We want to look at you. We think this is a good fit. Yeah, it's definitely a good feeling. She'll pass for now in favor of grad school. The news today from the government is employers are still very much in hiring mode. 390,000 jobs added in May. Greg McBride of Bankrate.com. Job growth may slow further in the months ahead, but with nearly two open jobs for every unemployed worker, it will take a significant economic slowdown to keep payrolls from continuing to expand. Former Trump White House aide Peter Navarro has been indicted for contempt of Congress. He's resisted a House panel's subpoena to answer questions about the Capitol attack and has filed his own lawsuit against the committee. Florida is in the path of a weekend storm system. Craig Allen is the meteorologist at affiliate WCBS. It is expected to remain a tropical storm with 40 mile per hour winds now. 50, 55 mile per hour winds are quite possible. And one of the biggest threats is going to be the torrential rainfall that this developing tropical storm is going to bring towards the southern half of Florida. Well, President Biden confirms today it's possible he will go to Saudi Arabia, a country that has faced his criticism. There is a possibility that I would be going to meet with both the Israelis and the Arab, some Arab countries at the time, including, I expect, would be Saudi Arabia would be included in that if I did go.
Well, south of San Antonio, police shot it out with an escaped murder convict. Texas police official Jason Clark says Gonzalo Lopez was killed, but it's believed he killed two adults and three children in their cabin before stealing their truck. There is some uh, information for us to lead to believe that uh, Gonzalo Lopez was the individual that broke into that residence and committed these murders. New way to get around in Northern California, a robot taxi. Heading to Desert Breeze Park. Self-driving cars have been tested in San Francisco for years, but now Cruise, owned by GM, is the first company to receive approval from state regulators to offer robot taxi service to paying customers. It's a giant leap for our mission to save people time and money. Cruise Vice President Prashanthi Raman says they're only allowed to operate overnight and only under 30 miles per hour, even with those safety precautions. Many San Franciscans like Natalia Dearman are still nervous about driverless taxis. I would prefer someone to be there as like a safety precaution. Matt Bigler for CBS News, San Francisco. Wall Street, right now the Dow is down 299 points. NASDAQ is down 290. And the S&P is down 63. This is CBS News. This hour's newscast is presented by Rocket Mortgage. When you need cash out of your home and a simple way to get it, Rocket can. You can unlock more cash than you realize from your home's equity with a cash-out refinance today. In the last year, average home values have gone up nearly 20%. And with Rocket Mortgage, you can unlock thousands in less than three weeks. But you've got to act right now before rates go up. So when you're looking to unlock the cash in your home, Rocket can. Call 8338-ROCKET today or go to rocketmortgage.com to get started. Rocket. Rates current as a 12-12-21. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender license in all 50 states. Anomalous consumer access. Dot over 3030. Call 800-490-1233 for disclosures and cost information. Gentlemen, you can easily find the best brands and fits for you without even trying. Just follow these simple instructions. Step one, shop somewhere that does all the work for you by customizing a selection for your taste and body. Step two, level up your closet with the best brands and fits with little or no effort. Not trying has never looked so good. Stitch Fix, we're so you. Is North Korea planning for a nuclear test? As CBS's Cammie McCormick tells us, the U.S. and its allies believe one is coming soon. In Seoul, South Korea, the U.S. Special Envoy to North Korea, Sung Kim, was discussing the growing threat with U.S. allies. He said the U.S. is planning for all contingencies. Furthermore, we are prepared to make both short and longer term adjustments to our military posture as appropriate in responding to any DPRK provocation. Intelligence has indicated Pyongyang is preparing for another nuclear test, its first since 2017. 83-year-old Hall of Famer Jim Cott, now a Minnesota Twins broadcaster, referred to Yankees pitcher Nestor Cortez as Nestor the Molester on air. Meant as a compliment, the Twins say they're dealing with that now internally. Cott plans to contact Cortez about it. The pitcher called it a mistake and says he was not offended by it. Steve Kathan, CBS News. You're listening to Personality Radio, WICH Weather. Some sunshine this afternoon after that uh, rain overnight and this morning, 77 for the high, 55 tonight. A beautiful weekend, lots of sunshine in the mid and upper 70s for uh, both days. A little more cloud cover on Sunday. That's your Channel 3 early warning forecast. Weather anytime at WICH.com. All right, 65, and looks like the sun's trying to come out. It was out 
briefly before. It is coming, though. 65 outside our WICH studios. Keith C. Rice at 12.05. Kick it off. Stu's Lunchtime Oldies out for Friday. Danny and the Juniors. So when you're chicken at the hop, 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 do the dance sensations that are sweeping the nation at the hop, 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 hop. Let's go to the hop. Let's go to the hop. Oh baby, let's go to the hop. Oh baby, let's go to the hop. Come on, let's go to the hop. Well, you can swing it, you can groove it, you can really start to move it at the hop.
to reach out to me Other eyes smile tenderly Still in the peaceful dreams I see The road leads back to you I said Georgia Oh Georgia No peace I find Just an old sweet song Keeps Georgia on my mind Reach out to me Other eyes Smile tenderly Still in Peaceful dreams I see The road Leads back To you An old sweet song Keeps Georgia on my mind I said just an old sweet song Keeps Georgia on my It keeps me 
lose it Never gonna lose it I can't refuse it mm-hmm. Well, I never been to
There's no tenderness like grief in your fingertips. You're trying hard not to show it, but baby, baby, I know it. You lost and WICH, it's Stu's Lunchtime Oldies Hour. Keith C. Rice with the Righteous Brothers. You've lost that love and feeling. Uh, big song from Top Gun, the original. And, of course, everyone's talking about Top Gun these days because Maverick, from what I've heard, and I swear on my Facebook feed, my social media, everywhere you see in social media, I have not, at least I haven't seen, one negative review. And I will say this. There's a lot of people saying that Top Gun Maverick is better than the original. Hmm. If I find some time this weekend, let's 
questionable. Now, maybe not this weekend. I'm going to watch the original, because I haven't seen it in years, which is a classic. And I'm going to watch Maverick, and I'll decide for myself. But there's another question. Righteous Brothers, you've lost that love and feeling, or Berlin, take my breath away, which maybe I'll play before 1 o'clock. Which song reminds you more of Top Gun? Hmm. Food for thought. WICH AM and FM. Join us weekends for the greatest hits of the 60s and 70s. Your home for personality radio, 1310 WICH and 94.5 FM. Summer and Dairy Queen are the perfect fit. Nothing makes kids and adults smile ear-to-ear like a treat from Dairy Queen in Taftville. A DQ Sunday peanut buster parfait, banana split, the incomparable blizzard, and the DQ cake are just a few of the soft-serve treats that has made Dairy Queen in Taftville a mainstay destination for almost 50 years. DQ also grills up some great burgers, chicken, and hot dogs. This summer, make DQ a must-stop. Dairy Queen, fan food, not fast food. Norwich Avenue in Taftville.
since retired, my son's moved away. I called him up just the other day. I said I'd like to see you if you don't mind. He said I'd love to, Dad, if I can find the time. You see, my new job's a hassle and the kids are the flu. But it's your nice talking to you, Dad. It's been your nice talking to you. And as I hung up the phone, it occurred to me he'd grown up just like me. My boy was just like me. And the cats in the cradle and the silver spoon, little boy blue and the man on the moon. When you're coming home, son, I don't know when, but we'll get together then, Dad. We're gonna have a good time there. Surely die. Mm -hmm. Heavenly, we 
The Temptations, just my imagination, as we get ready to put a wraps on the Friday, June 3rd edition of Stu's Lunchtime Oldies Hour, 1310, 94.5 WICH. It's Keith C. Rice, 1254. Uh, we'll probably squeeze in one more song. We'll play one more song for this uh, edition of, the Stu, of Stu's Lunchtime Oldies Hour. Coming up. WICH reminds you that it's time to start voting in the Day.com Reader's Choice Awards. And when you do, don't forget to vote for WICH's Stu Breyer for Best Radio Personality. For over 52 years, Stu has ruled the airwaves on WICH, and now it's your chance to honor him. Don't forget to vote once a day. You can find the link at WICH.com with 94.5 FM and 1310 AM WICH. Saving money feels pretty good. Allstate. Better protection costs a whole lot less. Visit Allstate.com or call an agent for a quote today. Let me tell you about Irish Springs Pool Water. Because when you need water in your pool, Irish Springs Pool Water will be there quicker than a leprechaun doing a jig. That's right, short stuff. Irish Springs Pool Water fills your pool with municipal water or well water. Beer would be better. Be quiet before I kick you like a soccer ball. Imagine cool water in your pool with quick prompt delivery, even available during the weekend and evenings, all at competitive prices. And when your pool is running low, I Irish Springs pool water can come by and top it off at a special rate. So, does that mean I should start wearing my little green Speedos with the shamrocks on them and come over to your house? Irish Springs pool water. Competitive prices, on-time delivery, cool water. How lucky could you get? Well, darling, since I'm a leprechaun, I can help you get lucky. <laughs> Not on your little green life. <laughs> Irish Springs pool water. Call 848-4100. Fill your pool with the look of Irish Springs pool water. Hey, come on, darling. The water's great. The Norwich Sea Unicorns have unveiled a fun-packed schedule this summer at Dodd Stadium. Join them tonight as they take on the Worcester Bravehearts. Game starts at 6.30. Stick around after the game for a special fireworks display presented by Liberty Bank. For tickets or more info, visit GoSeaUnicorns.com. W-I-C-H.
Personality Radio, 1310 WICH Norwich, and 94.5 W233DB. This is CBS News on the Hour, your home for original reporting. I'm Steve Kathan. Gun control advocates are making their case a day after President Biden challenged Congress to act following the recent string of mass shootings. Dr. Stephanie Montgomery is a trauma surgeon in Hartford, Connecticut. Our children should not have to participate in active shooter drills and hide under their desks in their schools. Parents should not have to consider buying bulletproof Kevlar for your child's backpack. New York Governor Kathy Hochul is looking to sign a newly passed bill that raises the purchase age of semi-automatic weapons to 21 in her state. New Yorkers are dying every single day in our streets. It may not be one crazy mass murderer, but they're being slaughtered in their streets, innocent children, people caught in crossfire. Former Trump White House aide Peter Navarro has been indicted for contempt of Congress. He has resisted a House panel subpoena to answer questions about the Capitol attack. New numbers from the government today about the job market. CBS's Sarah Ewald-Weiss. The unemployment rate held steady at 3.6% last month as the U.S. added 390,000 jobs. Workforce participation continues to climb as people come off the sidelines and re-enter the workforce. Hourly wages are up 5.2% from a year ago, but the increase has slowed and trails rising inflation. Tesla is facing a government investigation over braking issues and perhaps a lot more than that. In an email to Tesla executives, Elon Musk says the company needs to make a roughly 10% reduction in staff. That email, titled Pause All Hiring Worldwide, included this quote, I have a super bad feeling about the economy. That message comes just two days after Musk told Tesla employees to return to the workplace or leave. These emails come amid growing concerns about a recession, even as demand for Tesla cars and other electric vehicles has grown. 
Linda Kenyon, CBS News. Well, the Sunshine State is in for some major rain this weekend. WCBS meteorologist Craig Allen is following the path of a strengthening system. Tropical storm watches and warnings are in effect for the central and southern portions of the state of Florida right now because of the northeast direction off the Yucatan Peninsula headed right towards the southern half of the state. Well, the Scripps National Spelling Bee winner can take a deep breath. 14-year-old Harini Logan of San Antonio's waited a long time for the title. I'm feeling exhilarated over the moon. I'm just so happy since this has been my dream since I started working towards to be about five to six years ago. Checking Wall Street right now, the Dow is down 187 points. The S&P is down 48. This is CBS News. There's always something new under the sun. CBS Mornings, weekdays on CBS. Stay cool this summer with AC Pro Refrigerant and O'Reilly Auto Parts. Right now, get a $15 O'Reilly Auto Parts gift card after mail-in rebate, plus earn double O rewards points with the purchase of select AC Pro Refrigerant products. Beat the heat before you hit the road with AC Pro Refrigerant at your local O'Reilly Auto Parts store. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Ray Maliazzi here for eBay Motors. Okay, easy now. You're teaching your kid how to parallel park. Ouch! <laughs> Turns out he likes to do it by feel. <laughs> Don't worry, eBay Motors has bumpers, taillights, trunk lids, license plate holders, 122 million parts. Pull up just a little bit. And headlights. <laughs> They've got lots of headlights. Get the right parts at the right prices. eBay Motors. Let's ride. A company is cashing in on Johnny Depp's victory in court. Perfume maker Dior stuck by its celebrity spokesmodel throughout his defamation case. In the wilderness. Fearless. An online promo clip for its Sauvage scent has gotten more than 91 million hits in eight months. Sales rankings show the cologne is currently the number one seller at both Sephora and Ulta.com, despite the price tag of $155 for a 6.8-ounce bottle. Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. Baseball's Philadelphia Phillies have fired their manager, Joe Girardi. The team is 22-29 and 29 and has lost seven of its last nine. Alexander Zareyev went down with an injury in the second set of his French Open semifinal with Rafael Nadal. That propels Nadal into the championship where he'll go for his 14th title. Steve Kathan, CBS News. You're listening to Personality Radio, WICH Weather. Some sunshine this afternoon after that uh, rain overnight and this morning, 77 for the high, 55 tonight. A beautiful weekend, lots of sunshine in the mid and upper 70s for uh, both days. A little more cloud cover on Sunday. That's your Channel 3 early warning forecast. Weather anytime at WICH.com. All right, 73 outside our WICH studios. Fourth and final hour of the Friday edition of the Stu Breyer Show. Keith C. Rice with Genesis at 106.
walks down the street, he says, Why am I soft in the middle now? Why am I soft in the middle? The rest of my life is so hard. I need a photo opportunity. I want a shot of redemption. Don't want to end up a cartoon in a cartoon graveyard. Bone digger, bone digger, dogs in the moonlight. Far away, my well-lit door. Mr. Beer Belly, Beer Belly, get these mutts away from me, you know. I don't find this stuff amusing anymore. If you'll be my bodyguard, I can be your long lost pal. I can call you Betty. Betty, when you call me, you can call me out. A man walks down the street, he says, Why am I short of attention? Got a short little span of attention, and all my nights are so long. Where's my wife and family? What if I die here? Who'll be my role model now that my role model is gone, gone? He ducked back down the alley with some roly-poly little bat-faced girl. All along, along, there were incidents and accidents. There were hints and allegations. If you'll be my bodyguard, I can be your long-lost pal. I can call you Betty, and Betty, when you call me,
James Brown. I feel good. Oh, love that song. WICA, James Brown, Living in America, of course, from the Rocky Four soundtrack. Was talking with a coworker earlier this week, talking about like best soundtracks of all time. I'm putting Footloose in like the top five or at least the top ten. Grease has got to be in there. Rocky Four, very underrated soundtrack. I wouldn't say many hits on there, but great songs. Uh, including that one, James Brown living in America. And uh, speaking of uh, polls, I guess you should say, uh, I just put up one, not really a poll. I had the conversation with the same coworker earlier this week. We were talking about Top Gun Maverick, how it's being compared, being uh, mentioned as better than the original, which I still find hard to believe. I guess I got to see for myself. I was talking about that earlier. But we got talking about there's two big songs on that soundtrack, Righteous Brothers, You've Lost That Love and Feeling, and Berlin, Take My Breath Away, which you heard both those songs during Stu's Lunchtime Oldies Hour. And it got me thinking, I put up on my personal Keith C. Rice Facebook page, which of those two songs makes you think of the movie Top Gun more? You've Lost That Love and Feeling or Take My Breath Away? Now, we've all seen Top Gun. If you haven't, then where have you been? <laughs> what have you been doing with your life? Um... That was 1986, I believe, too, right? Anyway, well, Celtics won a championship in 86, and, uh, well, they're three wins away from another championship. Top Gun came out with... Oh, you see the connection there? Top Gun came out in 86, Celtics won the title. Top Gun Maverick came out in 22, and the Celtics are three wins away from another... Okay, sorry. I just saw that meme earlier as well. Um, but anyway, if you want to chime in, what song makes you think of Top Gun more? You've lost that love and feeling. Or... Berlin, take my breath away. We'll go back to the phones in a sec. 125 at WICH. When your ride isn't running right, that's when you should run right to Quersh's Auto Repair. 
You'll get honest, upfront answers and great service because their experienced and highly trained techs know exactly what they're doing. There'll be no surprises because every customer gets a complete written estimate before the work begins, so you're never hit with an unexpected expense. From alignments to oil changes to certified emissions repairs, Porsches can do it all with the right combination of the latest technology and good old-time service. They know your time is valuable, so they get the job done right the first time and in a timely manner. Do you need to service your Subaru? Take it to Corsha's. Their new Subaru specialist has over 30 years of experience. Corsha's Auto Repair, 8th and North Main in Norwich, keeping your ride running from grill to tailpipe for over 30 years. Find us online at Corsha'sAutorepair.com. That's Q-U-E-R-C-I-A-S AutoRepair.com. W-I-C-H AM and FM, join us weekends for the greatest hits of the 60s and 70s. Your home for Personality Radio, 1310 WICH and 94.5 FM. When you do business at Gear, Sand, and Gravel, you're doing business with a company that's been in the community for more than 60 years. Now that's a name you can trust. Founded by Dave, past his sons Rick and Tom, and now joined by third-generation Bo, Gear, Sand, and Gravel has paved the way for homeowners, do-it-yourselfers, and contractors to have the materials to do the job right. Decorative stone, gravel, crushed, and round natural stone. You name it, Gears has got it. And can even do the work for you. Site work, roads, and gravel driveways as good as new. Gears does it all. If it's topsoil you need, you need to visit Gears. They have only the best local, high-quality, farm-rich soil, mulches, and compost. You see, at Gears, it's a family company. It's a family tradition that if you're going to do something, you've got to do it right. Gears Sand and Gravel, Route 138 Griswold. Call Gears at 376-5321. 376-5321. On the web at GearsFamilyTree.com. Gear up for your next job at Gears. All right, 128 at WICH. It's Keith C. Rice. Back to the phones we go at 860-889-5252. Good afternoon, WICH. Hi, Keith C. This is Maria A. Hello, Maria A. So the Top Gun, I think we're talking about the AR-15? Well, no. (laughs) It's talking about the movie, Top Gun. I know, Tom Cruise. Yeah, what song makes you think of that movie more? You've Lost That Love and Feeling or Berlin, Take My Breath Away? Probably Take My Breath nah, Away. Yeah, that's what I thought. Everybody's dying. That, well, no, I'm talking, about, I'm talking about the movie in general. It's like what I, what I hear, Take I mean, You've Lost That Love and Feeling. I think of, you know, I think of Top Gun too, but I, I think of uh, Take My Breath Away usually. I think of that a little bit more. I, mean, I think of Top Gun a little bit more when I hear that song. Anyway, what's up? So, um, the other thing I was thinking of, um, Chris Murphy, the crybaby, about the AR-15, that is only one particular gun, and you have Blumenthal that walks around like he's an altar boy. Excuse me, I know you're religious, but he walks around very slow with his hands crossed. Um, He's up there when anything's going on. Um, you know, I, I don't buy all that because if they took care, they, meaning Democrats, took care of the borders, um, we wouldn't have underground tunnels coming from Mexico and delivering drugs, sex trafficking, and um, 
guns, black market. That's the problem. So you can't solve a little gun here and there in the United States. You need to tackle the big thing. Do you want to hear my second thing? Sure. <laughs> okay. So um, the other thing I wanted to talk about was the man cave, so man cave talk, okay, that, um, so I wanted to say, if I was in that man cave talk that you usually have um, pretty much for about an hour, you talk about sports and, and whatnot. Yeah. So, if I was invited uh, as a woman, no, no, not in there, but on the outside, I'm thinking of, are you ready? Mm-hmm. Because they're talking about, you know, I see commercials, so I'm not getting too much uh, All right, I'm, I'm, starting not to, have, I'm starting not to follow you here. Uh, you're losing me. What exactly are you talking about? Okay, the man cave thing. What's the what man? What's the man cave thing? What's the is, man? What's the man uh, cave thing? If you're wearing a boxer, a BVD, a thong, or a fruit of the loom. Okay, Maria, what's the man cave thing? No, you go under. You talk your sports. You talk whatever, and women can't talk about. Um, that's your cave. There is a woman cave. So I guess women, women can talk. Women talk football all the time. Women talk sports all the time. What are you talking about? <laughs> I, I'm not sure what you're getting at. So what I'm what I'm saying is, it doesn't include women to chime in. You don't give them enough time about current events. It doesn't have to be black or white, men or women. But are you talking about me? Are you talking about? Are you talking about me? No. Oh, oh! I think you're talking about when I talk sports. I'm like, oh, okay. No, just men in general. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Well, I'll let you ponder that because I'm thinking. Um, I don't know where you're going with that. Like, I'm, I'm not sure. Like, what's the man cave that you're t- talking about referring to? Okay, they have their separate... Who's they? Um, who's, who's they? Men. You know, they have their separate party, and they have, you know, the sports talk and whatever. And um, usually there's not women there, but you have a woman cave, I believe, uh, also. Uh, okay, well... I guess if you're just making a generic reference, men that have man caves, I have a man cave at home, doesn't mean mm-hmm. I, I mean, well, I'm married, but I'm just saying there, I've been to, there, there's man caves out there that women are always welcome. It's just, it's just an expression, man cave. I mean, it's not like it's, I don't think it's, if you think it's being sexist, is that what you're referring to? Um, probably because it seemed to dominate the program. What what program? Sports. 
Okay, I'm totally lost. Are you talking about this program? You know, um, yeah, yes. All right, well, I'll we, admit. All right, well, well, Maria, we are you talking about like from ten thirty to eleven today? When we talked about the Celtics and stuff like that. Yeah, like you know, I'll leave it as that, Keith. Okay, are you all right? I'm fine. All right, you're not upset, are you? No. All right, because we just had a guest on from a station in Boston talking about the Celtics. It wasn't like we were taking calls. If, if, did you think I just had that guy on as a caller for like a half hour? Is that maybe you're confused by that, right? No. You didn't like. You didn't prefer. You didn't like the sports talk then. Say that again. You didn't. You didn't. Uh, you didn't like the sports talk. Um. No, it's interesting. I got through it. Yeah, well, I only did that because it's the NBA Finals. I'm not going to sit there and talk sports every Friday for a half hour. I just had a guest on from Boston, a radio station, and we were talking about the Celtics. That's it. You know, usually I, I haven't had a sports guest on in a while, to be honest with you. So if that bored you, or I'm sorry if you didn't prefer that. I just uh, It was topical, you know? Yes, I think I was bored. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. You can just come out and tell me that. You're not going to hurt my feelings. No, it's all good. Okay. Anything else you want to talk about? No. Okay, you're not upset with me now, are you? Absolutely not. Okay, all right. What are you going to do this weekend? It's going to be beautiful. Um, since I am retired... um. I enjoy each day, so I take it as it comes. I love it. I love those words. I echo that sentiment. I hope you have a wonderful weekend, Maria. You too, as well, Keith. All right, we'll talk to you next week, all right? All right. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right, 860-889-5252, WICH. Hello. Talk show with the sports was excellent. It's oh. Maria that's boring. <laughs> hey, listen, nice weekend. to each their own. Oh, okay. Well, I appreciate that. See, we have some sports fans, and you can just come out and tell me. I was like, you know, I don't have sports guests every week, but yesterday I was thinking, oh, you know what? It's the NBA Finals. You now, if it was any other team, like if it was, to, it wasn't like the Celtics. I probably wouldn't. I wouldn't have a guest on. But it was the Celtics. You know, it's a local team. It's the NBA Finals. So. Hey, that's fine. You don't have to tune in for that segment, 1030 to 11. I respect that. But I would go right back to the phones at 11. And I'm not going to – it was the last time I've done sports. So, you know, hey, if Marie doesn't want to listen, that's fine, you know. you know. She's a very loyal caller. We love her on the Stu Breyer Show. And, uh, you know, it's all good. She just come out and tell me it's boring. You know, she's called enough. She knows me. not going to hurt my feelings. WICH. JP, at your service. What's up? Ah, uh, man. Uh, you know, I love Marie, too, but – that was like a dead end phone call. I didn't know where she was going. Make, yeah, I was like, sense, man. I, she was going. Around, I love her to death. She, she was going around in circles. I'm like, what is she? It was totally around in circles. Like, what are you going to say? What do you? And you try to, you know, say, hey, what, you know, what where are you going? I with think this I all? think she was a little confused. I, just, I think yeah, she was, it gets me very impatient because we're getting towards the end of your show, and it, and it was like a no nonsense call. It didn't make any sense, and I love her too. Uh, but a lot of people love sports and women too. Well, here's the I, thing. I think. 
man cave. I don't understand. Yeah. We go to well, stay and there's just there's women there just like men, you know. Well, here's the thing too. Point. I think she got confused because I had a. I thought she she might have thought it was a caller and and not a guest. And uh, and that that's fine. You know, some people don't like sports. You don't gotta. You know. Yeah, you could. Hey, look, if you want, you got a guest on. You're talking sports, and you don't want to listen to sports because you don't like sports. You don't listen to it. You just, you know, turn it off yeah. or whatever. I mean, I'm just. That's Man, fun. I don't know. I think you do a fantastic job, and that guy from Boston, he's that guy knows <laughs> stuff just like you do in the sports uh. world. But you know, I don't want to pick on. Her. I really don't, man. And she calls all the no, time. No, that's fine. She was really being nice. Lady. I'm she sure. was being nice. She was but being nice. She didn't know. It just that's wasn't fine. going anywhere. I was like, "What up with this, man? It's time wasted on the air, man." I know. I finally had to jump in and go. I'm sorry, you're you're losing me. And she's just, you know, she could come out and say yeah. she wasn't interested. That's I'm fine. I'm not going to be like that guy. Just called and said what he said and just hang up. I mean, really, again, I'm not trying to pick on her or anything like that. And she calls all the time, Stu's and yeah, all. She has yeah. a lot of good points. She's a very good caller. It, it, it wasn't just getting anywhere. Was, I was getting like a little impatient. Well, I think she I was she like, was being. Want to I think she was being careful. She didn't want to hurt my feelings. That's you know, it's fine. That We're, could be too. Hey, yeah, you're, yeah. you're you know you're really cool on that end. Yeah, no, no, no. Anyhow, man, I, you have a listen. I want somebody else to call. <laughs> I just I, I don't understand that phone call. It just you know I I just didn't get it. All right, it's no problem. Thanks, JP. Hey, you have a great weekend, my man. You Enjoy too. your time. All right. You too, buddy. Bye bye. All right. Yeah. <laughs> 139 at WICH. Yeah, Maria, it's all good. You know, I mean, uh, Hector's probably, you probably weren't the only one that wasn't interested. And uh, it was just a topical thing. And, uh, you know, I, I, you know, sports is a passion for me, but at the same time, not going to, you know, not going to spend the entire show. That's why I made sure at 11 o'clock, went right back to the phones, open phones, whatever you guys want to talk about. Uh, speaking of the phones, WICH. Hi. Hey, what's going on? <laughs> I just want to say that. You just do the show the way you're doing it. Do it your way. Oh, thank you. I mean, I'm out of res- Yes, you're doing fine. Uh, that call was um, very, uh, sounded like she was very confused. Well, let's not uh, pick on her. Maria, we all love Maria. She's wonderful. She's, you know, and she just did, I think she was tiptoeing around it. She just wanted to tell me she wasn't well, interested. That's fine. you wasting your time. No, no, you're, it's fine. You're doing a good job and just keep doing what you're doing. Well, thank you, Patty. What's uh, Patty K, right? Yes. What's what's up? Nothing. <laughs> no. Okay. You just want to say that? No, I, uh. I worked outside today. Well, good. And I've got to do some work in the house here, and that'll be it for me for today. I'll be tired. Yeah, take it easy. Enjoy. It's going to be nice. Sunny, seventy-five to eighty, like all weekend. Yeah, it's it's nice out now in North Stonings, and it looks like we could have a shower coming. Yeah, you know they always get those. Like I'm looking outside in our Norwich studios here. It looks kind of overcast, but it's not going to yeah, rain. Yeah, it's overcast here. Oh, it does so. say slight chance of an isolated late day shower. So yeah, I guess I could. But have. I just had to call you to tell you you're doing fine oh. and just keep doing what you're doing. Well, thanks. I mean, I, some I pre- people like sports. Women do, too. Yeah, a lot of, I know a lot of women that like sports. So I mean, That's right. So know. just keep doing what you're doing. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Patty. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. I appreciate that. I'm not looking for a pat on the back. And, you know, and Maria's a loyal caller, and you anybody wants to call up and, and give their opinion. That's that's what it's all about. Well, hey, that's what the Stu Breyer Show's all about. You just come right out and say it and, and get on to your next point, and then we'll just have a nice conversation. You know? Again, it was just uh, yesterday I was thinking, oh, this would be good. Let's have a, a buddy of mine on from a station in Boston talk a little NBA finals. If it was like the first round, I wouldn't be having. No, I talk about it myself here and there, but it's kind of a big deal. But uh, at the same time, you know, uh, 
You know, Maria's a wonderful caller, and she's uh, welcome to call anytime. Any of you, you guys are very good at expressing your opinion, and uh, it's what makes this show so much fun. Number one, big happy family. All right, it is uh, one forty-two. Box across America with Jimmy Fallon coming up at two on WICH. When it comes to your credit card. Discover believes in having real people available 24-7 to help answer your questions. Discover. Exceptionally common sense. WICH and Dairy Queen and Taffel are back with our Listener Appreciation Day. Hi, Stu Breyer here and our WICH listeners. You're all welcome to come by for free ice cream at Dairy Queen and Taftville when we broadcast our radio show. Meet other listeners, bring classic cars, lots of fun and camaraderie. That's 11 to 1 Tuesday, June 14th at Dairy Queen, 159 Norwich Avenue in Taftville. WICH 1310 AM and 94.5 FM. WICH reminds you that it's time to start voting in the Day.com Reader's Choice Awards. And when you do, don't forget to vote for WICH's Stu Breyer for Best Radio Personality. For over 52 years, Stu has ruled the airwaves on WICH, and now it's your chance to honor him. Don't forget to vote once a day. You can find the link at WICH.com with 94.5 FM and 1310 AM. WICH. Possibilities are all around us. We see potential in unexpected places. And when we share our knowledge, vision, and connections, we turn great ideas into action. Together, we can make real change happen. We're Rotary. We are people of action. Get involved today at rotary.org action. Job sites today are marked by the sounds of today's modern construction. But when you add a country carpenter's building to your property, like one of our post and beam barns, carriage houses, country cabins, or garden sheds, you'll realize there's so much more to truly handcrafted creations. And it starts at our workshop with the sounds of rough sawn timber, hand chiseled joinery, custom glazed windows, and blacksmith forged hardware. Decades of experience built on the New England legacy of quality craftsmanship. Country Carpenters, Route 85 in Hebron and CountryCarpenters.com. All right, 144 WICH. Uh, partly to mostly sunny today. Could see a late day shower. It's, uh, I was talking with uh, Patty Kay there a few, seconds, a few minutes ago, and yeah, it looks like that late day shower, you know, may have, may not, depending where you're at. High of 77, comfortable 55 for the low tonight, mostly sunny 78, and pretty much the same deal. For Sunday, 72 right now, WICH. It's Keith C. Rice at 860-889-5252. Oh, happy National Donut Day, by the way. <laughs> I'm smiling because who doesn't like a good donut? Tell you, I do like donuts, but you'll be proud of me, hopefully. I mean, you probably don't care. I haven't touched a donut in, well, it's pretty close to a year now. Same thing with my whole bread deal. I've eliminated bread. I've eliminated donuts. I've eliminated pizza. It's been tough. But, you know, it's, uh, you got to do what you got to do. Maybe it's uh, has something to do with turning 50. <laughs> and last night, you know, with the, the uh, speaking of turning 50 and, and <clears throat> excuse me, trying to stay awake for certain things. So the, the, the NBA Finals, sorry, <clears throat> should I do a disclaimer, sports talk here? No, uh, I'm not really going to get into the whole sports thing. At least, well, I got 15 minutes, so you never know. But the NBA Finals, all the games start just after 9. Yeah. And I'm, I'm not saying I go to bed at like 8, 9 o'clock every night, but let's face it, at least I'm speaking for me, speaking for myself. You know, this happened before I turned 52. You just, uh, yeah, it's happened before I turned 50 as well, I should say. 
I start getting tired around eight thirty, nine o'clock, you know? So last night, you know, I had a couple of beverages, and I was thinking about, hmm, do I switch to coffee at 9 o'clock? No, that I'll be up all night. Well, I made it through. I made it through. Mainly because the Celtics uh, played really well, especially in the fourth quarter. But you know what? I know why they do the 9-10 start. You know, it's prime time, and uh, that's why they're... That's why we got to wait till Sunday night for game two because it's the best, it's the better the you know it's the weekend Sunday night a lot of people in front of their TVs and it's all about TV and making money and major networks and all that, but uh, yeah nine ten tip oh boy, kind of like the World Series well, the Super Bowl they don't do that they what do they kick off Super Bowls like what six thirty six forty, but uh, yeah let's speaking of coffee I can go for one right now but Happy National Donut Day. There's a lot of good donuts out there. A lot of good, a lot of good places that make very creative donuts. Of course, uh, Dunkin'. Let's see. There's uh, ooh, Krispy Kreme. First time I experienced Krispy Kreme was when I first moved to Salt Lake City. I lived. I moved to Salt Lake City right before the 2002 Olympics. I was only out there six months. <clears throat> Excuse me, but that was the first time I ever heard or seen a Krispy Kreme. Believe it or not, I don't know how long they've been around, but holy smokes, that was a good donut. I had multiple. Yeah, if you see pictures of me in that time period, you can tell I was eating a lot of Krispy Kreme, Krispy Kreme donuts. So, yeah, they're good. Let's see. Uh, uh, Dunkin' Krispy Kreme. I know I'm missing a bunch. There's a lot of good local places, too. Baker's Dozen. It's a local place around here, right? Aren't they still around the Baker's Dozen places? Eight six zero eight eight nine fifty two fifty two. Yeah, Baker's Dozen was a very popular chain. 147 at WICH. Oh, National Donut Day. I tell you, I, you know, <clears throat> excuse me, I talk about this. I'm the grand night of the uh, Willimantic Knights of Columbus, and we have a coffee donut hour, you know, about twice a month. Yeah, twice a month. And let me tell you, it's hard. It's hard because we get Dunkin' Donuts, and there's two dozen sitting at me, looking at me right in the face going, take one of me, take one of me. I'm like, no, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. God, they smell so good, too. Uh, you know, I, I will say this, though. If you put a pizza in front of me right now, I, I'd take a slice. I'd take a slice. Why not? It's Friday, right? Ah, <laughs> oh, so it's going to be beautiful this weekend. What do you got going on? Share your plans with me. I'd love to hear what you're doing. <clears throat> I talked about this earlier. I'm DJing a prom in a few hours. So I'll be uh, heading towards home to do that. And then I'm going, uh, we got invited to a retirement party tomorrow evening. Ironically, at the same place I'll be DJing at tonight. And then I think we're going to somewhere near the Cape on Sunday for a baby shower. So, yeah, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, we are booked. Booked, yep. And I mentioned earlier, this being June 3rd, is a uh, special day for me. For some reason, I have a, uh, I don't know, a Rain Man-type quality, shall we say, of remembering dates, weird things. I don't know if getting your driver's license counts as uh, a weird thing, but anyway... It was 34 years ago today I got my driver's license. <laughs> I don't need Facebook memories to tell me that. No. I just I look at the calendar and go, June 3rd, oh yeah. And I got my driver's license way back in 1988. Got it right here in Norwich, too. I was scared to death to take it in Willimantic. I, I took my driver's test and passed with flying colors in good old Norwich, Connecticut. W-I-C-H. Hey. Yeah. I was just watching uh, Mad Dog Russo on MLB. Do I remind you of him? No, I'm kidding. I love, I love the, dog. the guy. I He's love great. I, I may, I may. Hey, you know what? I may try and book Mad Dog Russo on this show one of these Fridays. 
Oh, that'd be great. He, he's on from one to two on. Uh, I know, MLB, he, but he was slamming the Philadelphia fans. He's he's really he's yep. ripping because uh, they just got rid of Capley, you know, and they they, they hired Girardi, yeah. and then the fans are all exactly. over. Uh, Larry, uh, Larry, great uh, point. Hold on, Larry. Mad Dog and I must be on the same wavelength. I had no idea until you just told me that he said that because a couple hours ago, I put on my personal Facebook page. I said. Philly's, fan, Philly's firing Girardi is absurd, and that's coming from a Sox fan. So, yeah, Mad Dog Russo's right. Watch, Girardi's going to go somewhere else. Be with the fans in look Philadelphia. At, look, well, look and at Kapler. You know, believe it or not, uh, they got a $240 million payroll. I, I didn't know that. Yeah. I don't follow the, the National League that much, but and that's then, one of the highest payrolls in, right. in, in baseball. I had somebody comment on my status about the Girardi thing, go, well, he doesn't know how to manage a bullpen. I said it's not his fault that he doesn't have a bullpen. Yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, look now at you gotta put it, now. You got to look at the Philadelphia uh, team and compare it with the Red Sox team and their records. Uh, Philadelphia is twenty-two and twenty-nine. What's the Red Sox? They're about two games under five hundred, also, right? Yeah, like twenty-five and twenty-seven or something. But. Okay, so so the Red Sox got a hundred times better team than the Philadelphia, obviously. No, you, you would you would agree yeah, with me on the that? Lineup, right? The Red Sox got a better lineup, but the Phillies got some bats in that lineup. Let me tell you, yeah, yeah, but they're not they're not they're, they're not they're not, not producing. I guess they're not playing to their potential. Right. But anyways, you know who else I, I didn't know besides uh, him? I didn't know Dabrowski is the one that brought a real world championship to the Red Sox. You're in, right. In, uh, two eight. Yep. Yeah, he he's over there too in yeah. Philadelphia. Yeah, now let me tell you. Now you're right. Dombrowski's over there. He's put together a pretty good roster. Now maybe they do need a new voice, but I'm telling you, they, I think they pulled the trigger a little too early on Girardi because you just mentioned Larry Gabe Kapler. So they fire Gabe Kapler. Look what he does in San Francisco last year. He wins over 100 games. Yeah, 106 games in his first year. Give me a break. I mean, <laughs> Philly's got to take it easy. Take it easy. Yeah. I mean, I would have gave Girardi. I would have gave him the, the whole year. You don't know if they're yeah. going to turn it around. Girardi's a good manager, and it kills me to say that because he's been—he was a Yankee manager for years. Yeah, I yeah. love baseball, by the way. For, uh, basketball, I really don't follow, and and uh, football, I watch some games on uh, Sundays, but uh, since there's nothing really else to do in the wintertime, so. But baseball is my my sport, and poor Maria, she doesn't like sports. <laughs> I know, I know. She she felt bad. I was like, I was, I was. First of all, I'm thinking, is she is she implying? Like, I I, I was just finally, I said, just come out and tell me. You're not going to hurt my feelings. You know, I think she was trying to be nice, and we love Maria, but yeah, Maria, that's fine. You know, I mean, I, I just use it to kind of fill the gaps. The sports talking, Larry, you like sports, and all the other Larry likes sports. Or JP, there's a few other, you know, Stu's family likes to chime in. I know it could be boring for some people. I get it, you know, but um, yeah, I talk, I talk with Stu uh, mostly politics with Stu, but I do talk sports. Yeah, with Stu likes sports too. Well, does Stu talk yeah. a lot? Well, Stu talk sports here and there. He does. Well, he still likes the Red Sox too. Oh yeah, I know that. A lot. I know that. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, but, he'll, he'll, uh, he'll he'll talk about the Red Sox. I mean, he knows I doesn't like Cora. I don't like Cora. <laughs> he knows that. Does Stu like Cora? Does he ever mention anything about Cora? Oh, he... he likes him. Yeah. He likes yeah. Him. I think now I just, for some reason I just don't like him as a as a manager. I don't I don't think he's effective. I I I don't know what it is with him. I just what he does. Well, then let me ask you. Look, me. we've had this conversation before, but. What, what, how'd you feel about him in 2018 when they when they won 119 games? Well, I I, I think he, he made a lot of right moves back then. And if you remember, some of those guys in that team, and remember some of those wins that they were getting was because of the uh, uh, the, the bullpen. And if you remember, some of those guys were button button and for for uh, win situations. 
Um, you don't see that this year. Well, also, I will say this. How many this. games they lost by one or two runs this year? Right. The, well, no, you're right. The bullpen has blown, like, what? They have, they've blown, like, ten saves, almost ten saves this year, which is awful. Uh, so that's where the majority of the, the losses have come from. But uh, in 2018, that team was a juggernaut. I mean, they, they were loaded. They were loaded. They had sale. Um, uh, and sale was, sale was well, he's pretty much Chris Sale. But uh, I'm trying to think. I'm drawing a little. Of course, Mookie was still on the team. I mean, they everyone was hitting. Uh, the, the pitching was solid. The, you know, uh, uh, who's, who's the closer now? I'm drawing a play. Oh, uh, they had uh, Craig Kimbrell. Um, you know, so that, everything clicking in 2018. They won 119 games. It's almost like the 98 Yankees, you know? Yeah, yeah, total amount. Oh, Stu went, to, Stu went to Fenway Park last week. Oh, did he? Who did he see? Probably uh, Baltimore. I can't remember the team. He, 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 it was that, that extra inning game he went to see. He said he left He left before the uh, 10th inning game. He left. Oh, wow. I'm trying to think what game that, that oh. in it, Like in the ninth inning. Okay. I can't remember the team or what, what huh. game that was. Are you getting up to Fenway, Larry? I, I make it once a year. Yeah, me too. Yeah. It's a, you know, just, yeah, usually July or August. Yeah, it takes a lot out of you. I mean, I look. I went to I went to Patriots Day, uh, the, the the 11 a.m. game back in April with my cousin, and I, we just at the, at the end of the day, it was just like that's a long day because you know it just takes a lot out of you. You know, I sound like I'm whining, and um, but at the same time, it also you know it's a lot of money. I mean, you, you, you parking oh, and, uh, and the tickets. Game yeah, now day. I've I've kind of made a pact to myself. If it's a playoff game or a World Series game, okay, I'll go. I think I'm kind of, at least for now, done with regular season. Yeah, unless they really start uh, putting on a show and going nuts. But I mean, I just yeah, I, I'm uh, fine watching them. Nobody, nobody was calling you, so I figured I'd call and tell you that story about Mad Dog Russo. I I find him so. Oh, I love him. I love. He knows baseball. Remember Mike and the yeah. Mad Dog years ago uh, in New York? That was a great show. I watch them too, you know. Uh, uh, you know, Michael K. Show on. Uh, oh yeah, he's on, good. On Michael K. I yeah. watch them a lot too. I'll give him uh, credit. He's a Yankee guy, but I, I think Michael K. does a good job. Yep. Yeah, he does. He's, he's good. Yeah. All right, my friend. Uh, we'll talk to you next week. Okay. Thanks. Yep. Bye bye. Have a good weekend. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, One fifty-six. We're gonna wrap things up in just a few here. W I C H. Let me tell you about Irish Springs Pool Water. Because when you need water in your pool, Irish Springs Pool Water will be there quicker than a leprechaun doing a jig. That's right, short stuff. Irish Springs Pool Water fills your pool with municipal water or well water. Beer would be better. Be quiet before I kick you like a soccer ball. Imagine cool water in your pool with quick prompt delivery, even available during the weekend and evenings, all at competitive prices. And when your pool is running low, Irish Springs Pool Water can come by and top it off at a special rate. So, does that mean I should start wearing my little green Speedos with the shamrocks on them and come over to your house? Irish Springs Pool Water. Competitive prices, on-time delivery, cool water. How lucky could you get? Well, darling, since I'm a leprechaun, I could help you get lucky. <laughs> Not on your little green life. <laughs> Irish Springs Pool Water. Call 848-4100. Fill your pool with the look of Irish Springs Pool Water. Hey, come on, darling. The water's great. The wait is finally over. It's voting time in the 2022 Best of the Best Reader's Choice Awards contest brought to you by the day. The nominations have been tallied, and the top five nomination getters in each category have advanced to the voting round. Cast your votes daily in each category now through June 5th. The more you vote, the greater the chance your favorites have to win. View full contest details and vote now at theday.com slash best of. Remember, voting closes June 5th. Now it's coming up Sunday. Make sure you get your vote in for Stu. Voting ends this Sunday.
Vote down, vote off, and Stu Breyer for president. <laughs> okay. Uh, Breyer Rice, 2022. How about that for a ticket? No, I'm just kidding. All right, Stu's back on Monday, as usual. And, uh, yeah, the voting will be closed by then. Hopefully we'll find the results. Uh, hopefully we'll find out who wins soon, right? Uh, 158 at WICH. Thank you all again. It's been wonderful. Every single one of you. Maria, no problem. We love you, Maria. You know, you're not going to, you can just come in. We've known each other long enough, Maria. You call me every week. You can tell me that you're not a fan of sports. Just come around and tell me. Yeah, it's no big deal. <laughs> you guys are fantastic. You guys are, I wish I could be out there June 14th for the uh, Dairy Queen thing. But unfortunately, I'll be back here. Uh, holding down the fort for Stu. And uh, that's coming up. Yeah. 11 days away. So we're uh, closing in on the big listener appreciation party at uh, Dairy Queen, which will be one, uh, yeah, 159 Norwich Avenue in Taftville from 11 to 1. So uh, it's uh, coming up on well, June 14th, right? Just to make sure. Yeah. Isn't that Flag Day? I think it's Flag Day. Make sure you bring your flag. Bring, bring your flag to uh, Dairy Queen on uh, June 14th. All right, just about 2 o'clock. Uh, it's one fifty-nine. Jimmy Fallon coming up with Fox Across America. Rest of the lineup here uh, following Jimmy. Of course, uh, Sebastian Gorka from, was it 6 to 9? And then uh, followed by Larry Elder to wrap up your Friday, wrap up your week. Larry Elder, no relation to Dave. <laughs> Red Sox on the West Coast tonight taking on the Oakland A's. Let's see if they can uh, kick off a successful road trip. They'll play three in Oakland this weekend. Uh, late tonight and then a couple of afternoon games Saturday and Sunday. And then uh, they don't have any days off out there, so get it together, Red Sox. Four in Anaheim taking on the L.A. Angels. Uh, it's going to be a late night. It's going to be a late week for uh, me coming on. Let's try and stay up and watch some of those games. And then uh, they finish off with Seattle next weekend. Team they swept at Fenway. Come on, I want an 8-2. and two. I might be asking for too much. All right, 7-3 and three West Coast trip. You are listening to Personality Radio, 1310 WICH Norwich and 94.5 W233 DB Norwich. It's Keith C. Rice. Have a fantastic weekend and be safe.